0: This podcast is brought to you by MetaFitX Pilates Bootcamp. MetaFitX Pilates Bootcamp is the most complete workout you will ever do, where we start out each class with high interval training, where you're using your body weight exercise, we're using TRX straps, slam balls, and then many other different uh, props and body weight stuff to get that heart rate up, to get that caloric burn that you're looking for, to, to, to lose that weight and to get in... Re- great and amazing shape and at the end of each class we end with traditional pilates both on the mat and utilizing the pilates springboard and the purpose of pilates just reintegrating everything that you've you've done back into the body again you're strengthening the body you're toning and you're lengthening the body and we're working on that uh on the whole um structure of the body and the alignment of the body. So it's super, super important to your everyday life. You're also going to see muscle tone happening because of the Pilates, that core strength, working on the lower back strength. All that stuff is, is a huge factor in the Pilates. So Right now, for all you guys listening to these podcasts, right now it's 10% off for one month of membership. That's 10% off. you just give us a call, it's 585-425-1113, or you can email steve at meta-fitx.com and let us know that you heard us from the podcast, and we will get you hooked up with your 10% off for that first month. And thanks a lot, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. What's up, everybody? It's Rodney and Steve here with Inspired Living. Today, our guest is Jess. She's a yoga teacher, guitar player, and she's a good witch. We'll have to get into that a little bit. That will be some exciting stuff. Um, She makes collages, she reads tarot, and she has three cats at home. She also runs a yoga studio with her mom called Yoga Vibe and plays in a band called Green Dreams. And today we are also accompanied by the lovely Saidi as well. Welcome, Saidi. Thank you. And um, so let's just get started, Jess. um, Tell us a little bit about yourself. Let's talk about, let's get into yoga. How long have you been doing yoga for? And um, just kind of give us a brief history of of how you got where you're at now. Yeah, well,
1: thanks, guys. Um, I started practicing yoga, I think it's, I'm in my 12th year of practice right now. started doing yoga when I lived in Chicago. And... Um, I hated going to the gym and decided that, you know, I needed to do something. So I was trying, like, swimming classes and uh, aerobics classes. Because someone said try classes. Like, the gym is hard. Like, just going to the gym is not something that came naturally to me. So try classes. They will tell you what to do. And I took a yoga class with a woman who... um, I ended up being like, you know, you should probably just come to the yoga studio. So I went to a yoga studio there called Yoga View, which is funny that I ended up naming my studio. Something so (laughs) similar, now that I'm saying it out loud. Um, And I practiced there while I lived there, and then I moved home and kept on doing it and did a teacher training a handful of years ago, and now it's my thing.
0: That's awesome. That's yeah. awesome. And you do it with your mom and your mom teaches as well?
1: My mom teaches kids yoga right now. Oh, cool. Um, she ran a daycare when I was growing up and she's actually the reason that we opened the studio. Um, she was um, interested in starting a retirement business and okay. um, started bugging me to do it. Let's do a yoga studio. You love it. I love yoga. It's a great idea. Um, and I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, that sounds good, it's fine, yeah, okay, whatever, mom, whatever. And then she was like, hey, I'm looking at a space, and I was like, what's wrong with you? Like, mm-hmm. That's a, that is a ridiculous idea. And then she, and then she was like, well, until we find the right space, we won't do anything. And I was like, okay, and then like three months later, she was like, I found a space I think you're really going to like. And it was the space we're in now on Rockwood Place in Rochester, New York, and, um, We took a big bite. I told her I didn't want to do it if we were going to outgrow it. I didn't want to rent, you know, a single small room and then only have so much room to grow into. I was like, this studio that I practiced in in Chicago was so big. Like, it was two practice spaces and a massage therapy room, and you could go to class, like, any time of the day or night. They had classes all day long. So I was like, I want that here. Because mm-hmm. there's kind of that here, but not really. You know, there isn't really that. So we have two practice spaces. We have even more room to grow if we wanted it, which is really cool. And uh, it's been two years since
2: we opened. I really oh, cool. love the vibe of the studio. Thank uh, yeah. I like how I did that. yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, I, sometimes when I practice there and the windows are open and it's just you just get a feel of the nature outside and the cross breeze going and it's it's a lot of times you're in a studio and it's all enclosed.
1: Yeah, that's that's yeah. something that like I didn't even think about until mm. we had it.
2: Yeah, and it's really it's nice, especially on like a really nice like breezy day. Like it's like you're part of the elements. Mm
1: -hmm. it's magical it is pretty magical it's like a little it's a little hidey hole a little bit you kind of feel tucked away and like perched a little bit you kind of feel I don't know it's pretty cool it's a beautiful view of downtown Rochester so the window's face west which is kind of cool
2: so how do you manage your own practice while teaching a plethora of classes that's a
1: thing that's a really hard thing um There, at first, I didn't, and that was not sustainable. <clears throat> um <laughs> very hard. It was really hard. I um, kind of just had to, like, accept that it was part of the exchange. It was, like, part of the practice of opening a studio Is that uh, it, sometimes down dog is my practice. Like, yeah. sometimes throw my legs up the wall is the practice. Sometimes I get to take two classes a day, you know. Um, it was very lopsided for about the first year. And over the past, like, year or six, oh, and I also dislocated my big toe the first year we were open. So that also put a spin on my vinyasa yoga practice. Uh, I did it jumping back. I did it trying to do, like, you know people do the thing where they, they pop up to, like, a handstand, and then they like doo we do and they go back to chaturanga. I biffed uh, it. I like did the thing and
3: popped my toe right up.
1: Yeah, I was taking class, and it was oh. like, and I like felt my foot collapse, and I was like, oh no, oh no. <laughs> what well, what happened? Is my foot gone? And I like looked back, and I was like, oh, and the toe is like
3: <laughs> Sad, all the way over safe. the side. <laughs> nice. and I was like, oh
1: no, no, no! And so I was like on the ground, and like. The teacher was like, it was Michelle, and she was like, she was like, Are you okay? And I was like, ugh. And, I, and like everyone like stopped and looked because <laughs> of course. And I was like, oh no. And I was like, I was like, okay, wiggle your big toe. I had like a kill bill moment where I was like, does it move? <laughs> like, does point. it move? You know? And it just went right back in. Oh. So luckily no one had to touch it. That's and true. it was out for short enough of pretty much as long as it took me to tell the story, you know, is how long it was out to the side. Um, but it's not ever going to be the same because when you're 30 and you just look at your big toe, (laughs) the tendons just don't have like the thing they used to have. (laughs) And so that changed how I was practicing too. Um, well, I think that I would really throw myself in, you know, like, like that I would try and, and I think that I was getting really confident with some tricks, that aren't necessarily my yoga practice, but that are like fun to do. So I do a lot of acro yoga too, and um, that's not yoga; it's acrobatics. You know, yeah. it's a totally different thing, and people get hurt all the time. I've gotten hurt already, and I—it's hard. It's really hard. It's really hard, and it's really fun, and I really yes. love it. But it's just—it's you know. Cha- it changes things. Yeah, um, I think
2: like when I've based before in acro yoga, I, I have never felt anything like I've never felt my femur so far in my hip. Oh yeah,
1: you know, yeah yeah. yeah. Like, if you ever like, need to get your femur in your hip bone,
2: just like pick someone up yeah. with your feet. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just, yeah. You just have them on your feet and like you're like oh that's what that's supposed to feel like.
1: I wanna I wanna. Mm-hmm. I want to come deadlift sometime because I think I'd probably be really good at it because I can <laughs> hold human beings over my head. You know you're what I mean? Done. Like yeah. I bet I could, I bet I could, I would love to know how much weight I can pick up. Well, let me know
2: when you're ready. We'll, <laughs>
1: well, so that's one of the things I did was like, I started my practice with like other forms of it's like, okay, so I can't do yoga all the time right now because I'm teaching yoga all the time right now. So until I can like figure that out, I'm going to go take a spinning class. I'm going to go do this acro yoga thing. I'm going to like try some out there. Yeah, try some different stuff to <coughs> see like how that makes me feel. Um, and then luckily the studio has just been doing well enough that we've been able to add classes that fit that I don't have to teach that like fit my schedule. So right now I actually have and this is this is you know I think that if you're teaching full time You need to practice, like, at least twice a week. There needs to be, like, at least a couple times a week on the mat that you have to yourself. So, right now, I've got, like, this little, like, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes Sunday that fit my schedule. So, if I miss one, if I miss two, if I miss three, you know, I still have time, um... I actually just made a date with a friend to start practicing on Tuesday mornings, like together, like home, pra- like you're an accountability buddy for home practice.
2: That's awesome. So, yeah. 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 I think even, even in like the fitness realm, some of the best like fitness sessions, I guess you would call them I've ever had is when I had just like one friend that we would like in my attic lift weights Yeah. and like we would just get together with no time constraints and just like hang out and lift weights. And like, I think. I saw lots of progress during that period. It was a good year I did that.
4: Yeah, yeah. It
2: breaks up, though. It's hard. But
4: it's... Practices are hard.
2: Do you (laughs) practice at home? Do you have it at home practice?
1: Um, I mean... Our apartment is not... I could definitely make some space and do it, but then I have a yoga studio. It's kind of, like, where it is. Like, (laughs) like I could definitely carve that out. And I do have a couple of... um, Little like routines I do, you know, little, like in the morning. Uh huh, like little. Well, I've got like it's not actual plantar fasciitis, but it's like that thing that mimics it where your like feet like <laughs> curl back like with little flippers at night, you know, oh, cool. and then you wake up in the morning and it's like, uh uh uh, and it feels like you can't walk. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, like, if it's actual plantar fasciitis, there's, like, nothing you can do about it because it's an itis. It's, like, an inflammation. I mean, you can do inflammation stuff for it, but it's your tendons shortening in your feet. Right. Um, But it, the, the thing, like, I have is kind of, like, I forget what they call it, but it's, like, akin to, like, a back pocket sciatica where it's, like, not real sciatic nerve pain. It's, like, a muscle with a trigger point that, like, mm. refers down the leg. Um, so there's these little exercises I do in the morning where I, like, stretch my feet. And I, like, you know, do this little, like, thing where you like, put your heel down and up a bunch of times. Trevor's always like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing my thing for my feet. Don't worry about it. <laughs> where I have my little, like, um, I'm trying to work on. My, my big, like, thing I want to learn how to do is do a press handstand. So I'm, like, I've got, like, a little, like, list of things I do.
2: That's awesome. And, that's like yeah. that's like the money right Oh, there. it's Impressing. so cool. Yeah.
1: I can do it. I can do it in a headstand, and I can do it sometimes. Pinch my narasana from a wide layered forward fold. I can go up in a forearm stand. Um, so I know. I know. I know my body knows. You know what I yeah. mean? Like it's just got to figure out like what order it has to do stuff in. And I got really strong. So one of the things that happened this past two years with my practice being more sporadic and like i don't know just different i got really strong acro doing all this other stuff and i lost flexibility for the first time in my life mm-hmm. which is like wild. yeah so you gotta have that balance about strength, and that strength that
0: flexibility is it's tough
1: it's tough and i've always yeah. been a person especially coming to yoga that was like put my foot where and it just like goes <laughs> and i had to learn not to pull things out not to like Rip things apart because I was so flexible. So it's been really interesting to like be like, you know, my shoulders don't do that thing they used to do. I'm like,
2: yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs>
4: so yeah.
2: So, so, I have a question. Sure. Being a teacher myself, and, and and when we have a group of people, and there's the two, there's the flexible, yep. flexible, flexible person, and then there's the resistant type person Mm -hmm. in articulating a way of practicing for both of them within your cues and with what you're doing. How do you like navigate that?
1: Um, I try to like give more cues about how to explore what you need on that spectrum than necessarily saying like, which, like, Hmm, that's a good
2: question. Yeah, it's something mm-hmm. I've 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 dealt with a lot. Like, and even in the fitness realm, like I, it, it's it's similar, right? Like I have people that really know how to push themselves hard. Sure. So they push themselves too far. Always. You know, and yeah. they push themselves to injury. But then I have those people that are scared to kind of get to that level. So they get to a little bit of uncomfortable, then they scale back. They're
1: like yeah, so, it so too it's hard. Like, that hard thing. Yeah, that yeah, like yeah. oh my god,
2: this is uncomfortable. I got to come back. I'm gonna go to the safe spot. You know, rather than you have zero to a hundred people that you're like, dude, you need to scale back. Like, you know you can go there. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's not play in that realm and let's work within this realm.
1: So, what I mean, I think there's a couple of things that are coming to mind. One is that I try to talk to people like they're going to understand what I'm saying. So, when I talk about names of muscles and bones, I try to both, like, say what they are and, like, give a layman term for, like, the back of your leg, you know, like the medial hamstring, the middle of the back of your leg. And I try to, like, give people... So I try to give people the benefit of the doubt. Like, you are going to pick up what I'm putting down eventually. So when we talk about how to safely and effectively strengthen and lengthen muscles, I hope that, like, some of the spaghetti sticks where it's like, oh, like... (laughs) Like, so if you... Only extend. You're just reaching with the tendons and the things, the white tissue that like already knows how to stretch. It already does it all day, and when all you do is engage, you get tight, you get cramps. It doesn't get that length, Um, and just common sense stuff. Like I see people all the time, like like in a forward fold with their legs so straight that they're bowing backwards, and their upper bodies are like rounded to the floor and they're like, huh, huh. They like, can't figure out like why they can't get their hands to the floor. And sometimes I'll just say like, hey, like your legs already know how to straighten. <laughs> like,
3: <Yeah>. like back <laughs> off, like back off, like, like
1: give them a second and see like if your legs back off. I like, I like off. how you put
3: that, Right, you know, awesome.
1: like, like Right, yeah. like try to talk to them about it like <laughs> you were just talking about, talking about the body. Um, I think cueing like engagement and then extension is important for people, like, everything. to hug in and, like, talk about, like, what that does and then give the cue to extend from there.
3: Right.
2: Yeah, very important. I don't yeah, I'm, like, the lather, I'm, like, the tight guy, right? And, like, I think one of the best, and I said this, I think, in the last podcast, but it was, like, stop trying so hard. Yeah,
4: that's a, I'm one I, of those. I once I stop trying
2: that. so hard, all of a sudden, like, I just kind of fall in and everything starts to work. Mm-hmm. You
0: know? Well, it's it's amazing how the mind is so connected to the muscles and to the body, right? So if you if you have somebody, I feel I think we did talk about this a little bit in the last podcast too. And I've noticed this: if you have somebody who's super, super, super flexible, I've noticed they're the one they're they're they can a lot of times tend to be the people that are just um, more, just how do I, like. Just eh, whatever, just yeah. It, it, mm-hmm. but, but they have the, they have the just like whatever vibe. It's just like I'm just going to be here. I'm just going to do <laughs> so this, goes this is cool. With personality. Right, right, right. And then you have somebody who's no. like, I'm I'm going to fucking do this. I'm rigid. Well, I'm, I'm thinking like I'm that way. You know, like <laughs> I'm like totally no. like. I'm I'm doing this. I'm going <laughs> to fucking do the best. But the thing is once you relax your mind, your body relaxes, you know? And once you focus on what you're doing if you're super flexible and when you focus on your muscles and you get a little bit more grounded because I feel like people that are People are like that are really super flexible, and then I'm generalizing. this obviously, isn't true with everybody. Can be they're more like their 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 higher chakras, you know, like crown chakra. They're more up here. They're not as grounding. And the people that are really strong and really like you know tight. Tend to be like overdeveloped in their lower chakras, you know. Totally. Or like and the little
1: Ayurveda, well, half heavier like vata. Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah. And that's what I've noticed. And I've, you know, so it's so yeah. when you take those two different. Perspectives, and you're like, okay, the person is super flexible. All right, let's bring you back a little bit. Let's get you a little technical. Let's get you into the body. Let's get you here, and then let's get you. And then the person who's super tight, let's let's get you to just breathe. Let's get you just relax. Let's just get you to to just let Smile. everything go. Smile. There you go. Exactly. It's amazing. I think so, one
2: of the spots where I kind of started to learn that was like, I mean, you guys can relate, like. Getting tattooed.
3: Oh yeah! Right,
2: like through like <laughs> uh, oh, uh, yeah. a grinding session of tattooed. Like if if if, if you fight it, you're the session oh, no. becomes it's, so bad. You
1: can't do it. You know, yeah.
2: and eventually you just give up, right? so funny
1: that too? There's that point where you're like, I can't do it. Like, there's no way. What do I pay people this for? <laughs> <laughs> it's so horrible. I got tattooed today. Oh, did you? I did. I got um, I got a tattoo of a stink bug. That was That's stink nice. yeah. Yeah. I got this little stink bug tattoo That looks awesome <laughs> Yeah thank you They scare me um, Like little
2: drop shadows for
1: them. <laughs> And then yeah. her I wanted to look like It just like land Because they're always Like right there <laughs> 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 And they're always like Stink bug And like I didn't Like I swear I never saw a stink bug Until like two years ago Yeah
0: it's a fucking weird weather Where did they come it's, it's from It's like the With global weather, warming Shit warm or whatever warming. was going and, on like you know, it's first, crazy They're everywhere
1: ter- Yeah I was terrified Yeah
0: they eat vegetables, They're by the like, way. They're, like, prehistoric. Harmless. Yeah, they <laughs> like,
1: dust mites and stuff. Yeah, and they, they don't eat anything. My cats that, you know. don't want them. My cats yeah. are, like, mmm.
0: <laughs> but it's weird because of the weird weather we're having. It's, like, it's just this... It's harbingers. scary. Yeah. yeah. They, they don't expensive. smell here, though. Like...
4: Right. Well, you know, probably Chicago. To- they smell. I mean...
0: But if you... Don't they smell if you kill them? I don't I that's when sure. the, I thought that's when they smell them and you squish they them. Squish
1: them? them. Yeah. yeah. Maybe in. I don't know. I've never smelled them the way people talk about it. I I've think
0: never either. I, I think am they either. They
1: smell a little cilantroy.
0: Cilantro.
1: You know, like there's a little bit of that. Like I like soaking. cilantro though, so maybe, maybe I shouldn't too. smell it. Yeah, cilantro's
0: some good stuff.
1: Yeah, it is. I I think cilantro. I understand people who are like that tastes like soap. I don't dislike that though. Is that You'll, weird?
0: You you don't like dislike soap? Or, I, well, like or I, when like, people say cilantro tastes like soap, I'm
1: like, oh, I see what you mean, but I still oh, I like cilantro. Saying.
0: So do I. I love cilantro. Yeah, it's like one of those so things. Where I, I think it's one. <laughs> it's like one of those things you either like it or you don't. I think you know. It's my mother in law who was just in town over the weekend. She hates cilantro, and so we have gotta yeah, make sure it's not an animal. Yeah, some
1: people you can't. They're like they'll send a meal
0: back. Yeah, because I have to have guacamole with cilantro. It's gotta be.
2: No, it's a whole so thing. so good. Cilantro, like, yeah. there's, mm-hmm. like, it's, it's, to people, it smells like soap. Mm-hmm. I was talking yeah. to a guy at work that, like, he's looking through the ingredients at every meal, and he's like, I can't have cilantro. And he's like, I was at the public market, and, like, I just saw a bushel of it, and I had to turn around and walk away. Wow. But I heard it's, like, goat cheese also. People who don't I
4: like cilantro don't like goat I
0: cheese. Goat but cheese. I hate goat cheese. Hmm. And I like cilantro, so I'm, like, a... Uh, I don't know. I'm an anomaly. anomaly, I guess. Anomaly. 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 What about the way asparagus.
3: asparagus
0: makes your pea smell? Oh, I like love it. best the best ever. It's like instant. I got it, my kids. <laughs> of
1: asparagus. That's how
0: I get my daughter to eat asparagus. I'm like, don't you want asparagus to be like daddy? It's
4: like <laughs> the best.
0: I don't even know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: that's funny. That's real funny. You can use it It's
3: going to be hilarious. It's, it's the best. Yeah. yeah.
2: yeah. It yeah. stinks so bad, too. And it's it's, like, I, I love it. I love it. Instant.
1: And And you forget. You know you're you're healthy
2: now. I disperse. That's like that
1: Portlandia sketch about the beets. Beat the... Information. Okay. Oh, you have to go into it now. Oh, they just—it's oh, yeah. like you know how when you forget you eat, you ate beets and then you're oh, scared you're yeah, gonna and die because yeah, you know, your shit out blood. Shit. it's a sketch that's like Rescue 911, but it's like but it's like a beet hotline, and they're like they're like, "What did you have for lunch? What did you have for lunch?" I was like, "I don't know, I had a salad. What was on the salad, sir?" And then he says beets, and like,
4: "It was the beets." And he's like, "Oh, it was the so beets." So funny. Yeah. I just had beets. I
0: had beets yesterday, and my shit was to had blood in it yeah, today. It was yeah. awesome. Or like. It yeah. Like, in case they may want to know,
3: yeah, asparagus go. And <laughs> You're perfect. that's the
0: perfect day. It's a good you salad. Sh- you, yeah. You, you, you go uh, cheese, have asparagus,
4: and yeah. And there you
0: go, perfect. It's really tasty.
2: I Get love it. am <laughs> hungry, yeah. So, yoga vibe seems to have uh, one thing I've noticed, in that. and I really like that you do, it seems like the safe landing spot yes. for any type of person. Thank you, that was right. really important. Like, to me. It, it's
0: I need to get out to these yoga studios at some point in time, get a life. like. it doesn't matter
2: what you know, your sex, race, sexual orientation is, like, you can go to Yoga Vibe and have a home. Awesome. It
1: feels really good to hear back because that was definitely like something that was really important to me. Without getting like too specific about it, I think even within yoga spaces that I did feel a sense of community, I s didn't see space for everybody. Like, there was space for me, but there wasn't space for other kinds of people. Right. And um,
0: How do you think you've been able to create that? Because I think being a business owner myself and and dealing with that, like, that's one of my, you know, ultimate goals, too, is to be able to, you know, I mean, I think what I do can be super intimidating, and me as a personality can be super intimidating for sure. Like, you're definitely not as intimidating as I would be if somebody you know, come see you your place at sure Vipersify Place. <laughs> 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 um, but how do you, how do you, how do, what's, what's been your, have you guys thought about that or just you're just, you're, have you just been like, you know what, we're just going to accept everybody and that's it, period. You've just given the energy out and that's what's happened or well, have you guys was, done s- specific things at all? Or? Yeah, I
1: mean, that's where it started was with the intent was mm-hmm. to say like, we right. would like to create a safer space for people because it's bodies. Right. Because it's so easy to get and I don't mean this in like, the heaviest way I can mean it, but to get re traumatized in workout rooms, Absolutely. You know? in I mean, gyms, it happens in, all the time. In public spaces, in, yeah. in places that are vulnerable, and especially with yoga, you know originating as a spiritual practice, I think that it gets really far away from that in a lot of ways. And Mm -hmm. I hear, I mean, I've heard garbage in yoga rooms, just straight garbage and, and not just garbage, but like psychologically unsound statements that are just mishmash picked here and there from, wherever they picked them from, mm-hmm. you know, from Mori Povich and Spirit <laughs> 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 Junkie Book and from, you know what I mean, like from whatever, you know, people like just pick these things up and that's fine. But, so the first thing that was important to me was that there was, that there was a philosophy in the space, mm-hmm. that we were coming together like with an agreement that it was this way. So there's like a safer space waiver that people sign when they come in that says, hey, like we don't let... The any of the isms fly here, you know, like that. This is like that we're agreeing to respect each other when we're in this space. Um, And then the other thing, the other thing was like um, accessibility can go in so many directions. So we have a lot of pay what you can classes. Every Sunday at eleven, we do a pay what you can class. So if you want to try yoga, you don't have any money. That's okay, because someone else got you. You know, someone else has contributed. I mean, like people put that's, more I love in. That. People put that more is in. A really you know, good like idea. we, like that's we, and, and we see yeah. it. We see the generosity, and we see people put their change in there. You know, that's right. what they got. You know, um, so that was really important. And then um, a colleague of mine, who's moved since moved away, um, a man named Jaco- a trans man named Jacoby Ballard um, teaches queer and trans yoga, and and did a did a workshop and a training. and was all over the country and has been featured in yoga journals. just a really cool person and he and I um had made friends you know in yoga rooms together and when I opened the space I was like hey we should have queer and trans yoga at yoga vibe and he was like yes you should have queer and trans yoga at yoga vibe so um we have that class every week which has um you know it's so funny like to hear people like talk about like even people who don't go to like or we also have a curvy yoga class Mm -hmm. so um, this woman Jenna Weintraub who's this she's incredible she's a sex educator she's like a body positivity and health at every size advocate she's curvy yoga certified and like trauma informed certified and she's just amazing and like hearing people who don't go to those classes like oh my studio has like these like Like, it's like it's like a it's kind of like a hug you know where it's like oh like I'm here too Mm
3: -hmm.
1: like even if these are not like just like where I was at with it where it's like even if like I can walk into most rooms and assert myself because I've like learned to doesn't mean that that's there for everybody so Mm -hmm. even just having those those like markers of a safe space where it's like there's, there's stuff here. The other thing is is trying to just like grow and change with it and figure out like as we go like what do the people even want? You know, right. something, something that like <laughs> yeah. I That's thought huge. I knew. Yeah. I thought I knew and I wasn't wrong but I certainly have learned more like what actually people and that's,
0: that's a great way to look at it too I think that that's one of the ways that these a, a lot of these studios go wrong is that they they just they're like this it's my way or the highway go fuck yourself you know it's this like this is this, what is, this is what I've learned yeah. this is what we do if we don't like it then move on yep. and I think that, that well that's you're gonna pretty much fail eventually but I think that's perfect you gotta you know Go with what people are looking for, and your and what you're on what you're offering, and augment it, and change it, and and make it what it needs to be. So you're reaching the most people in the in and still maintaining the message that you want to give. I think that's, that's so that's so important. You know, I've learned that a lot too because I've always been the stubborn asshole over, like years ago, and then I've learned how to you know you know wanting to really reach people and stuff. It's so important to be able to just. Reach the most amount of people possible and have it with a positive attitude where you're like, you're really you're not it's not about you. It's about people that are coming into your studio, coming that's into it. your business. Like they're there. How can you best serve how can it's you like best a serve it's heart.
3: Yeah, exactly. I love that. And I think
2: like it's just this culture we live in, like they like to put us in little groups, right? Like oh, we're so like these so groups, these groups, these groups and these groups, and it's like we all bleed, we all love, we all have compassion, we all have insecurities, and we're all really the same. We're all the same. <laughs> you know? <no> <laughs> yeah. We're just the same. Like, yeah. you know, going into a new place to do something physical right. for most people. Yeah, it is yeah, well, it's intimidating. It's intimidating.
0: It's uncomfortable. It, yeah. It's it's it, for for everybody. You okay. know, anybody. I I I I need when I go to a new place, I'm always slightly a little bit uncomfortable oh, for sure. Yeah. Always a little bit to work out, no matter what. And I'm you know, it's it's. I've got a lot of experience, and you guys all have a lot of experience, and it's still, you know, that's absolutely new you know, space, so how can new you,
4: culture, new right, people. new people.
0: You know, yeah, you know, uh-huh. all that everything. You know, so it's yeah, we're all the same. That's the most. I I never I don't. It's. I never understand why there ever has to be a problem, because if we all just kind of accept well, who they are, I think it's a means of
2: it's a means of like some kind of control in some okay. way. Yeah, you know, it's like okay, I'm going to gather this group of these individuals to side with me. Right. You know, and it becomes political. It, bec- it becomes a nonsense. I don't really like to talk about, but like, yeah. you know, even Republican Democrat, right? It's like, oh. what are you? And you're like, well, I'm not either. Or like, you know. the, or
1: like, when the when then the body becomes political,
2: yes. right? So, when, oh, yeah. there you so go.
1: when so when that happens, like when you enter a space, you're like, so even just having a body is like an act of resistance in a way, right? Where it's like being like, oh, I do I like listen to the messages on the TV? Do I listen to this instructor that said this thing that like didn't feel right, but that I've heard a bunch of times? Do I like, you know, do I? have to fit this idea or this look to be fill in the blank. And I think that it's interesting to like, because we, we categorize ourselves like in that way to, yeah. where it's like, well, I'm not the type, someone will say like, I would love to come to yoga, but I'm not flexible. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, yeah. right. Like, like that's okay. That's, that's great. That's yeah. great. Actually, that's, yeah. Maybe better than the person who we have to pull back together, right? Yeah. You know, that's like the person. We can play out a stretch right. Don't worry about it. That's like
0: the person that says, "I can't come to your class until I get in better shape."
1: That's it. It's like, why <laughs> would you, That's what you're going to class for. <laughs> yeah, that's weird.
0: It's, it's to like a
3: preparation,
2: right?
1: Or exactly. like, or like the people think that there's an end result, right? That you just like do you stop having a body. Like yeah. I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, eventually, eventually. I'm like, sure, but like, yeah. but like it's like it's not like. Or, like, I've been a person that has, like, reached a quote-unquote goal weight and then surpassed it and then right. gotten sick with it. And, like, I didn't ever feel good about it. Never. One time. And I can remember it. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I remember the one time that I was like, I did that thing. And it and then it was gone.
2: Right. And it was there for a second. And
1: it made me feel worse, you know? Or it was like, oh... Shit, I didn't nothing changed. Like like I changed. I right. learned a lot. I I grew a lot from the experience, but like it's not. The, you'll st- never get there. You're, you're still, still, I mean, you, you have to,
0: it's like, I think goals are super important. Sure. I don't mean, you know, yeah, yeah, I don't mean to diminish yeah, like goals. Yeah.
1: But,
3: but
0: I understand like, what you're saying at the same time though. It's like, if you're, if all you're in it is for that goal, that's
3: it. That's then
0: it. you're, you're screwed because you're never going, you're going to get to that goal and you'll be like, okay, what's the next thing? What's the next thing? But when you start, I love what you're saying because when you start to understand that this is a journey that's this that. is this is something you like you said that's a great way to put it we have this body the body doesn't end so maybe you want to lose 20 pounds you lost 20 pounds that's great but you still should keep going and, so and just body. keep moving, That's keep it. eating right, keep doing it. So you don't necessarily have to think about, okay, and now I need to lose another ten pounds or something like that. But now maybe there's other cause exercise and mind and emotions and everything is all connected together. So maybe it's like now I need to work on, you know my anxiety or maybe sure. I need to maybe then maybe I need to go to the next thing because you're peeling back that onion you know and I totally. physical is like the most surfacey part of that onion
2: and it's, I see it it, know, is, it kind of,
4: is it is
2: yeah in like the fitness world it's it's almost in the opposite stream like like it's like I need my gains right. Right, right. Right. right I still get hung up in
0: that sometimes you know too. I
2: need to, I need to lift more I need yeah. to get stronger and Yeah. like oh and, you know it becomes all about this like goal of strength but why so I like, we, we come to this a lot, but so is the why.
1: Like, what's it for?
2: You know, what is the, you know...
1: Do you, right, do you want to feel better? Mm-hmm. Do you want to take care of your literal heart, you know? Do mm-hmm. you want to be a strong man and pull cars? Do you want to stand on your hands like you're levitating? Do you know what I mean? Like, like yeah. what do you want to do? And then, like, goals can then be a way to... Hopefully, like further embody you and not disembody you, right? And not like that become a way to escape and detach. And I think that it, I think it was, I. It's like we have to forget to then remember. Does that make sense? Yes. Like if you will find, like if you're going to, I don't know. Like the pendulum has to swing. Mm-hmm. Before it finds the center, mm-hmm. like you, it's. I, I don't think very There's many no people. It want, right? That's right. it. That's it. Right.
0: So. Yeah. So you're either aware of that pendulum and you're going with it, or you're fighting against it and be like, I'm gonna stop this fucker where I want to stop it.
1: Just, you just know, like or, what we were yeah. talking about with like flexible people or like right. super, you know, stable, strong people, where it's like, are you gonna fight it? Are you gonna like resist what's happening in your body, or can yeah. you just be with it?
2: Right, mm-hmm. or even your life, right? Right. Yeah. All of it. Uh, it's know? all so the intertwined. The
3: right? uh, yeah, it's
0: all all the intertwined. You know. It's, <laughs> it's it's crazy. It's one of the reasons why I love this profession. It's like because it, it's all connected, and you can just see it. And it just when you when you get those people that get it, uh-huh. it's like so fucking worth it. It's, it's the cool. best best feeling ever. Yeah. You know? Well,
2: especially because like I mean, I think for a lot of us, teach kind of quite a bit, and I think sometimes. It becomes routine for me to teach. Yeah. And then right. all of a sudden I get pulled aside and, you know, I get these words that are like, you are you know, people look at you in a certain way because you've helped them along this road. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I think those feelings are why we do it, Absolutely. right? Like yeah. when I have someone that I could positively affect that outcome of really understand that there's no outcome, but like, I can affect them along their way. Sure. Mm-hmm. And they, they show gratitude to me. It's like, oh, it's like a giant exhale, right? It's like, a
1: like, Oh, right. I was like way in my head about this thing that yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I do all the time and becomes routine. It's um, almost like a high. Yeah. Like yeah. for, yeah. for yeah.
2: me, like it's almost like that serotonin or dopamine hit. Like, like when I actually like work with someone in for a period of time and then like you start to see them come around and, It may have been a hard road, but they're starting to show these signs of, like, self-confidence and progress and, like, self-esteem is better and, like, their own, like, self-talk, right? Like, it becomes better and it just feels good.
4: Does feel really
2: good. It's almost like I'm chasing that high. We are like to, I think, like we all, think we all people, are to a certain the, extent. The helping <laughs> like, people high chase is like the, not a bad one to chase, <laughs> I think, you
1: know. Yeah. I or mean, it's like I, I always say you can't judge someone's experience based on the faces they make while they're having it. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll like I'll be teaching them and be like that person hates. Everything I say, it's all projection. It's like, everything I say, they're rolling their eyes at. They don't want to do any of this. Like, they think I'm a chump. And, like, those are always the people that come up to me and are like, you've changed my life. I'm like, okay. Like, oh, thanks. (laughs) You know exactly
0: what you're talking about. Oh, and it's because they're not
1: thinking about their face. Right. They're, they're, just, they're just...
0: They're fucking miserable, but they're doing it because they know that they need they to do it. They're doing the do. They're, yeah, they're, and, get, they're in the sauce. They're, yeah. like, deep in it, and that's,
1: yeah. like, that's really cool.
2: It is awesome. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. Is like, like there's a trainer not to take these, like, little things that, like... Because people are in these moments of stress... And it's like, you can't take that personal. No, like, no. Right, oh, right? Like, right, like right, You're just kind of the tour guide. That's why I, I love to just depend on a tour guide, mm-hmm. like, you know, you're, through the magic mountain. Yeah, because you're basically, <laughs> you're,
0: yeah, because you're basically just there to to, to, to um, guide them on their journey through what they're going through. And that's really what our jobs are, is, like, to really just take – to present the – the the opportunities and to better themselves and then they take it and they go and do what they can and we just guide them through it give them little tweaks here or there you know or say try this or relax this or do that and then let them go on their journey you know and not think about it too much just feel it and just be there yeah be present it doesn't even matter what you are doing. you could be doing yoga, you'd be doing meditation or you can be lifting as much weight as possible and it's all the same yeah. it's really is all the same you it's know same cool. perspective same it thing.
1: can be it can all be the same
0: it should, it, it should it, be. I, I shouldn't it should I hate be. saying should but it's supposed to it really yeah, coming, way coming way from I mean, yeah. what it truly is it, it really it really is I mean if you hear I've heard um Dorian Yates talk about this a lot and he's um you guys know who he is and I he's I don't
3: know he's,
0: he, he's yeah. a he was a big bodybuilder I think in the 80s or maybe 70 I'm thinking 80s like I think he was after Arnold a big pothead. A huge pothead. And, uh, but he would talk about that, how it's, how, you know, it became, it become, for him, it was like, even though he was lifting weight for a specific reason to look at the spe- specific physique, it was spiritual for and It was like a meditation for him to do that. That's so... Awesome. I thought, I, I really like thought ritual, that was cool, right? Right. Like, right, because I wouldn't think that of somebody like that, you know. And then and then have and hear him talk, and cool. he's smart and he smokes weed, which is awesome.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, he, but but the, the more importantly, he's smart and really seems to have he's, it together. Figured out. Yeah, he's, 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 yeah. yeah, so well, he goes like, go back to that that, you know? that
2: idea of like you can't have these preconceived notions over anybody, even if right. they're a bodybuilder, right? Like, right. A lot of times, like me, I'm like, oh, that's they're egotistical mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. and like maybe they're
1: not you know? <laughs> <That's> exactly <me. laughs> maybe this is a
2: maybe this is something this maybe this is where
0: they find them tr- their true selves and it's in like sure. it, yeah it's like
1: transformation right? Yeah. like i you know i mean uh, body, <coughs> body mods right like at what point does it become a body mod like i have so many protruding like exaggerated muscles that have like modified my body. Yeah. Like the way people get plastic surgery, or, get or tattoos implants, like or implants. Yeah, yeah people yeah. get weird implants or like little horns and stuff. Little like, horns. At what point <laughs> at what point does it become like right, like a choice to change your body, to change who you are, to how you present to the world. I think it's, it's really
0: when you're pure I mean this is super hard for all of us to do to get past that ego and to get past that that, that wanting attention and wanting people to say, Hey, you're, you're beautiful, you're awesome and you're strong. But I think when you are can get down to this strip everything away and get down to that true core of who you are and whatever, who you are is telling you, you need to do for your next step. That's your intuition or whatever your, your consciousness, whatever you call it, God, whatever, whatever you label you want to put on it, when you start following that. It doesn't matter what it is. If that God consciousness is telling you to put horns on yourself for whatever reason, then fucking do it. Do
2: it, right? I mean, yeah. it's like... Yeah, I think, wow. I think, I think, I think it's like the like, how, right? The how we do it. I'm right. Like, and if you find your way there through, you know, body modifications or bodybuilding or yoga or right. Pilates or... Gardening Yeah, gardening. Like, what is going to get you there? Because, like...
0: What's going to make you be the best version of you you could possibly be? Period. Period. And that's and that's and you are. I think our journey really is is our is is really the base. But of do we our ever journey. get to that best person? Anymore.
4: Well, check it out. So,
1: like in the Bhagavad Gita. Like Krishna says to Arjuna that like it is better to do your own dharma imperfectly than it is to do someone else's perfectly. God, I love that. Right. That is. So that's. That, that like, makes me
0: feel good when you say that. I get goosebumps. I got goosebumps. Yeah, I did from too.
1: That. I did too. That's, that's awesome. It's, it's like, but it's that thing where it's like, it's like if you find something that like makes you sing, or like lights up that little thing, like.
3: Yeah. No, that's, that's it. Right? That's, that's it. Right. That's it. Right. It doesn't there. matter.
1: Like that's the thing. It's like it's like oh like is it little figurines, or, like, is it... I mean, I don't know. I mean, I think there's a lot of ways to fill the void, too, that, like... what's well, that's don't what most necessarily, of us do. Right? That, that yeah. doesn't necessarily, like, tickle that.
3: Right.
1: Um, and I think a lot of times people fill the void to, like, avoid, like, scratching the itch.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Where it's like, oh, I really... I mean, like, I really want to be... A dog catcher. I don't know why you'd want to be that, but you know what I mean,
0: like, <laughs> right. like, hey, you know, want to be, <laughs> right?
1: Like, hey, I've always dreamed of like you know being a compassionate dog catcher and like working at Verona Street and doing this thing. But I have a family and I have a dog of mm-hmm. my own and I have like this all these responsibilities. Like, I'm doing good by this other thing it's not bad. Like it's not bad to do the thing, but for you to then find a way to also like be a dog catcher would be ideal. Right. To like,
0: it's awesome. Like yeah. a
4: musician.
3: Exactly.
0: What one another thought on this too, which I think is really awesome. So there is, there is this, uh, a uh, pl- uh, company called strategic coach and it's, uh, it's, a uh, am lucky enough to, um, be able to have somebody who's actually mentoring me right now oh, cool. and with the strategic coaches it's it's uh it was started by a guy named Dan Dan Sullivan and his wife Babs and um, one of their very foundational things they do now this is for we're talking they work with millionaires and billionaires and Richard Branson and you know a, a lot of the big companies out there and this is what I love about it is the number one thing that, that you one of the biggest things you focus on which is what I'm focusing on right now is what what is your unique ability? Hmm. So they, it's putting this in the business world. This is powerful stuff because most of the time this doesn't get in the business world. You forget about this. You're like, well, if you're a business owner, you, you need to do, you need to do one, two, you need to do all this shit. Otherwise you might as well close your business, but that's not the philosophy at all. It's really cool. So I'm going through all these. So we do, you do a bunch of different questions. I have to ask a bunch of people, you know, where they feel my talents are and stuff. and you find out what your unique unique ability is. and once you find out what your unique unique ability is, like maybe you're a great organizer or maybe sure. you're a great um, entrepreneur coming up with ideas. Whatever that is, the, the, the point is is you focus on that alone. Forget about the shit you're not good at, mm-hmm. leave it alone. You know There are some things obviously you have to work on. Sure. You know you, you, you can't just let everything go and not do the laundry or something like right,
3: that
0: right. Um, or not do your pay your bills. But uh, it's amazing. Like, so their focus is on what are, you, what are you the best at? That's what you focus on, period, in your life. Whatever your passion, whatever. So it's, I think it makes me feel good because it, it makes me, number one, I'm learning a lot about myself yeah. and to how to grow my, and, and, and have faith in myself. Because you have a lot of people that, you, that come up to you and will say, to, well, to me or to, I mean, think to all of us, well, they'll, they'll say, why are you doing that? Or when are you going to grow up? Or, mm. you know, you, you really need to do this, this, this and this. And then like I know I second guess my would second guess myself all the time, but in reality you're working in your your, your your unique your unique way and you're and and you need to actually hone that right. and just make it your own and that's how you that's how you become successful in whatever is successful for you, you know, whatever your success that you want, that's how you make it happen, you know. And it's it's cool to be able to go through these different um, Questionnaires and different different exercise to be able to kind of figure that out because I think I know for me I can only speak for myself it gets so dampered down over time you're told this is how things have to be done period and then when you realize what, how you've wanted to do things all along is the way that you should be doing things all along for yourself
4: there's infinite, can ways. Do it.
0: There's
1: infinite
3: yeah. ways there's infinite ways there's infinite like ways a and then once to do and many.
0: once you trust yourself and you just do it things happen for you you know and it's 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 crazy and I, and I love that it's getting in the it's, it's that concept is getting in the business world as well too you know it makes a big difference i think you know i so. just want
2: to be peter fucking pan <laughs>
0: yeah you are peter fucking pan yeah. <laughs> you Sorry, are i love it
2: it's it's like as soon as you start <laughs> to put yourself in that realm like oh what I do isn't serious, or what I sure. do isn't mm. valid.
3: Imposter syndrome. You know, like
2: you start to like, what am I measuring myself up against? I measuring right. myself up with a guy that is working a nine to five job that has a four health benefits. Right. Like, but they're miserable. Or yeah. I you know, ask
1: like, myself, like, do I want that?
2: I actually right. no. do. You want,
1: do you want that thing that person has that you're feeling like you don't have? I think, that
0: think it's just, of? I think it's just the stability that we want. I think that's what we what, like. I know that for me, I mean, that's. That's the biggest thing that's the hardest, that always is the hardest part is that just that stability, but at the same time, when I have had it, I've been like, I'm fucking bored, bored, like, okay, what can I go, I gotta go fucking get wasted or do something for crying out loud, this is boring as shit, you know, so I've, I've had it a little bit, not very much in my life, because I've, I'm not good at that kind of stuff, but it's i think it's got to be the stability it's got to be like that the it's it's all environmental it's just like what society says you know you need to do this you need to graduate high school go to college you need to get a job you need to invest in a 401k and you need to then retire and go live in florida and
2: and uh 17 layers of the onion right there it's like (laughs) like the first first year yoga Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Totally. It's
0: it's amazing how it's, like, so hard for people to break that, though, you know, even, like, coming out of high school, you know?
1: I kind of think that in, like, if I could, like, arrange the world, that you wouldn't be allowed to do anything but work and live after you got out of high school. Fucking love it. Maybe (laughs) there would be some kind of, like service work requirement for like you have to work in a restaurant you have to work in a gas station you have to work with the elderly or the children like like some kind of like out in the world work so that you could interact with other people and see what it's like to be a person and have some kind of like Oh yeah, I was a person for two years. It's like, oh, cool, now it's you t- 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 <laughs> get to decide like what you want to do
0: next. How about or if in the school they we we obviously learn the obvious things like you know how you need to know how to read and write and communicate and the practical aspects of maybe some math and stuff like that. Sure, well, how about if, sure. But how how about if it was just like oh we're gonna throw a bunch of shit at you. We're gonna throw music at you. We're gonna throw it's writing a at you. Book. We're gonna yeah <laughs> we're gonna show you <laughs> how, <laughs> you <laughs> how <laughs> to balance
3: <laughs> exactly. Yeah.
4: And you're gonna yeah,
0: cling like, you're gonna yeah. cling to what you want. You're gonna find out oh I'm a I love music or I love well, this well that's like Montessori right that's right. yeah, yeah.
4: Montessori yeah. yeah oh you did yeah. I did oh, did that's you that's so cool no oh yeah that's awesome yeah <laughs> that really cool. I <laughs> that's how it Montessori it's play based basically yeah. like there, there's no real at least in my experience and it was what 30, 30 years ago yeah yeah but like You, I mean, the stuff that you learned, like you kind of just went to wherever you wanted to go, and you took naps, and you learned about Van Gogh and the continents, and you learned. I want to get my
0: kids in there. I
4: I look at you know children who don't get to go to Montessori, and I I just feel like I got really lucky in that Mm -hmm. aspect, and it kind of even the. I don't know, elementary school I went to was kind of like that, too. I mean, we had to play an instrument when we were in fourth grade, and then it went up from there. So awesome. it was very, like, art, music, and I awesome. think I think that music is so important, and yeah. you, they didn't skimp on it like they awesome. do now, you awesome. know what I mean? And I mean, uh, if there's a universal language, that's not love. Um, music is the next one. <laughs> I,
0: I absolutely agree. And vibrations, right? Yeah, that's yeah. what
4: yeah. it is. But it was all play-based, and you just got to go that's awesome. like my
0: daughter, would wherever be, you went. Shoot, and they rang
4: a bell, and you got to go slice. to the next, you know. But some people wanted to play house all day, so they just played house all day. Wow. You know. <laughs>
0: I gotta get my daughter in there. My daughter's an artist just like me and you know, has the same mindset and just hate I mean she loves school. I shouldn't say she hates it, she loves it, but you know, she would thrive and something like that, you know. Yeah.
2: That's the hardest thing. Like so my kids tell me they don't like school, like I fucking relate. Yeah. I hated school. So did I. I fucking hated it. You know, and like You're that's like, like, a yeah, strong school. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> like when they ask me the whys, I always try to explain the whys right. to them and I'm like, Because Like, I'd probably be looked upon as a really bad parent if I didn't send you. And that's my only why.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Literally, it's because society says we have to. Right,
2: exactly. You know, but I think, like, seeing where they excel. And I try to, like, notice within my children, like, okay, like, you are into this over here. Like, how can I support that? And just, let you grow with that. And you go and blossom into whatever it is. Like, you know, like, what do you think the average like debt out of college is oh. So 100, roughly 100, fifty 000. grand,
1: fifty to hundred, yeah, average, yeah, yeah. What, what yeah if,
2: easy. What if you were given fifty to hundred grand when you were eighteen to start something? To do
4: anything
1: else, you weren't allowed <laughs> to spend it yourself.
2: You were allowed to do it Ooh, something that's like creative. A really good idea. Like, I like know, that. Start idea, a yeah.
1: business, invested in like yeah. a F4, like a five hundred one c three or like something or better the there were, world. there were like required, like, like right, like it's like this. Is, you have like limits to what you can do with this money.
2: Yeah, you can't go drinking at the Ooh, bar. Right. Like oh, you, well, you have like, to do something. There's fifty to they hundred giving
1: away this end quote money all the time that's like who did anyone actually give me that money or was it like credit <laughs> do you know what I mean like right. right. did anyone actually ever yeah. receive money or was it just a checkbox on how much quote unquote like I cost
2: oh wait is it just the number that just gets transferred from here you to know, there? It, yeah. Is. Yeah. You know yeah. it is you oh. know it's
1: so weird that's so a
0: game we live in
1: the I, matrix I, yeah the matrix is that's actually one of the leading theories about reality right now it's I like truly it's the matrix. Everyone's yeah. possible. Are, right? Yeah. You know? Yeah. I
3: do
1: um, I also feel lucky that I got, like, I went to Fairport High School and they really encouraged, like, I didn't get a regular regents diploma. I got, like, a, um, what did they call it? A sequence. So I didn't do math and science past a certain point, I didn't know. And I did, like, foreign language art and theater. And I did, like, uh, I did like an independent study. I had a, I had a work study where I opened and closed the dark room for the art teacher every morning and afternoon. Cool. Um, and and it was good. Like I really had, um, you know. Fairport High School has a thing. I think they still do it called Brotherhood Sisterhood Week, where if you participate in these like feel good community building exercises, you get out of class. But you have to, like, really participate. Like, it's not stuff that you can, like, phone in. It's not just assembly, you know? You have to, like, show up and, like, do stuff. It was awesome, and people... I don't know. I had a very positive high school experience
0: People poo-poo that a lot of times, and I used to as a kid. Yeah. But I had no support either. But like it's—it's it's amazing how that stuff really works, though. It, it really, makes an impression. It breaks right? down your, but it on that breaks down your wall. It just allows you to be the you.
1: emotional literacy, right? Yeah. Where it's like, hey, like there's yeah. this other whole thing about being a person that's like part yeah. of this. But now, as like a body worker. I love science. Me too. Isn't that, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Where I'm like, I'm like oh, well, I would have loved biology and chemistry. Like, yeah. what? Like, right? right. Why did I not cool a doctor? doctor? Like, <laughs> like, why did they do <laughs> that first? You know what I right. mean? Like, why did I get all the boor- Why do we do earth science first? Like, where it's like, oh, it's I, all this. I
0: failed earth science three times. By the way, and they finally just were like, "Fuck it." we are like, "You're fine." You're like, "You're
1: fine."
0: <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> it's
4: not, this it's is grap- grap- same. I don't think I took it past. Sophomore. Yeah, that was like, yeah. It was like very early in high school. Yeah, and they like, were like like easy like. And I took Spanish. Yeah, art. I took Spanish, art, theater, theater yeah, music, that like. Yeah, <laughs> but now I love science. That's it. Isn't that so funny? <laughs> but that's
1: a vote for like Montessori and home and like um unschooling, which so unschooling is a form of homeschooling that's like Montessori in the sense that like it's it's cha- it's student led learning. Okay. So, like, the kid is about dinosaurs, so you do dinosaurs until the kid is like, Mom, can we please, like, go, or parent, whoever it is, can we, like, please go to, like, you know, could we do something else now? It's like, yeah, yeah. what do you want to do next? You know, and it's like...
0: That's really cool. You know, it's so really like, or yeah. that's it.
1: Or the kid will be like... Wait. So, like, these ancient plants like don't exist, and you know, and then, and then it's like, cool. Let's go learn about you these. You let plants. it go where it goes. You let it go yeah, where it goes, hot. and that's I feel great. like, like that sounds like we did that for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, where it's like, right, and so because we were given an opportunity to choose what we wanted to learn about, right. We then eventually came around to learning <laughs> stuff that I should have learned about twenty years ago. I don't know. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, oh, like right, like that's. Okay.
4: Like, was your childhood very open, though? Like, I mean, yeah. from taking your tarot workshop and yeah. you did tarot at the table. I love that. Yeah, my mom. I mean, my mom is a is a
1: freewheeling, you know, like, she she was a single parent. And she was very secular and very spiritual. And, like, we just had a lot of different kinds of people around. We yeah. had, you know, like... Gay and lesbian relatives, and like adopted cousins, and like people who were, like related to us but really weren't because our family was like very blended and like love based, yes, you know. Well, yes. Figure, right? I mean, why, why? I know, like I say, it, you I, I say that? It cautiously. <laughs> I mean, I also, and like that, and even within my family there was even still like division beyond I mean I I, even growing up I knew that wasn't normal Mm -hmm. which is interesting um I you know I was a little sheltered by it like I remember the first time I realized that like racism sexism and homophobia were still like alive (laughs) and well and I was like (laughs) I was like wait what like you guys aren't all on the same page with like everyone's everyone and why are we still talking about this like wait what like I and I was like mom You did me a disservice here. Like, I was not ready for the world. Like, I really thought we were at a different place than we are. Same. Really really (laughs) wild. Really Mm -hmm. wild. It's It's like the other side of the, like, I feel like it's like the first generation of kids that were affected by, like, the Eastern spread of culture in America a little bit. You know, like, my best friend's mom... Um, my best friend's mom. I don't know if they're still married. I don't know if I should talk about it on a podcast, but um, to like a very prominent. Um, well, do you guys know Sonam? No, doesn't matter. See, perfect. You do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, like so, like, so like my my best friend's mom and stepdad are like, you know, old Rochester hippies, and were are like white american buddhists you know and my best friend was raised that way right. she's like a first generation white american buddhist kid yeah it's like a unique thing It's like not much of that you know what i mean like right. it's a very specific time and place thing right and i feel like navigating the effects of that like i learned a cool term for kids that aren't gen x or millennial and here's how you it doesn't it. here's how you doesn't <laughs> I like I like that. If you grew up analogue childhood, digital adulthood, you are a zenial, Like an X E N N I A L.
0: So I'm a zenial. Me too,
1: right? Are you, it's like are you, you're a Xennial you too, wouldn't you
0: be or not? You yes. remember
1: the... Because you, you, totally,
0: yeah, you grew up analog like, that court,
1: phones... Oh yeah. No internet. Pagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe pagers were a big thing. I was like, Mom, I want a pager. She's like, Only oh, like drug dealers have pagers. So I was like, I <laughs> want a pager, Mom. My like, God, oh, talked to these drug dealers
3: about it, you know? <laughs> <Okay>. um, <laughs> <laughs> but
1: right. Like, but like versus like, you know, like your kids like don't remember not internet ever.
0: Right. People, like work a with. Baby, like people seen are People are Like a baby.
4: You a baby use an iPhone because I have. It's
1: it's they
3: motivating. know how to do it. It's fucking They're scary like, shit. I feel like
4: babies know everything, and that's why they can't talk. The worst. <laughs> It's like, it's because babies are like, this is the thing. This is the part of me that feeds
1: me.
0: Yeah. This is the disgusting. part of me that wipes my ass. me off. That's
1: right. And like, then they forget. It's right, like the worst
0: thing ever. Like I'm, we'll be but, in Wagmans and like, like their kids are, they're, they're so like can't fight five it. year olds. Cause I no, it's f- not going away. I understand that, but it, but there is there is. I mean, even even if you go, I love this.
3: You put your hand though Yeah, I know.
0: gets he gets me. He gets he gets he knows because there there is and even Bill Gates would say it too. stop
2: Referring to people, tell me what you think.
0: That it's get your fucking kids off the goddamn iPads and the iPhones when they're, when they're supposed to be, when, when we're out in the fucking world, like going to Wegmans fridge or something of that. Well, kind don't of eat the me that's on the another, fridge. You know, that's, like that's saying the same. That, like, it is, it is like, to a certain extent it is, but it's actually probably, I can't, I, you how know. How can you,
2: how can you show them mm-hmm. that they want to go in nature or they want to go play? You bring
0: them in nature and you don't allow them to have anything that's, that's electronic. Or, when you say you or, don't allow...
4: See that's the thing, what is, Well,
0: when you—I think you have to start it when they're like two. You have to start when they're one. You have to just like—you
1: almost have to make it like a non-issue.
0: It's not an issue because my daughter's five. Editing this video. My daughter's five. She doesn't do Dad, any of that I'm this, Watching though.
2: you on the computer doing your you know
0: workshop. Right. You know, like, but there's a time and camera. place for it though, and there should be time oh. and place for it with
1: us. What about a camera? What about, like... So, for me, the thing that tethers me to my phone the most is, a, is the camera. Right. What if there's something I want to take a picture of? So, I have a camera. It's in my bag right now. I have a camera. So, if I put the phone away, I bring the camera with me. I bet. If I don't want to bring the camera with me or the phone... Yeah. That's not the answer, right? It's almost like... And I feel like, like it's almost like... Or, like, I have a friend that's a Spanish teacher, and she teaches... Uh, like I want to say it's in South Pittsburgh, Sutherland or something, and that she's like fighting the phones. I mean, You're not gonna win.
0: You can't fight the You're phones. Not that's win. not that's not what
1: so I'm so saying. What I'm she does. Is she make, or like right? Giving them like, like like right parameters right. or like give right. the phone a task. It's like a dog. Give the phone a task. <laughs> yeah, right. Like give it something yeah. to do. Right. So she makes them take notes on their phones.
0: There you go. That's perfect. right in your phone. Then That's you have perfect. no
1: excuse for not having them. Right. Like, like, okay, let's use the phone like grownups then. Oh, you want to be like the grownups that have their phones out all the time? Well, guess what? Like, we're not playing on them all the time.
0: Yes. We're like we're, doing more, more shit than
1: we have to than we should have miserable do.
0: Miserable. That's it. Like, I'm like checking
1: phones. my calendar and doing my this and doing that. But she's saying it's cool because if someone's sick, you just send them the notes. Mm-hmm. If you... She's like, you know, she said, like, I have them go out into the hall and use the voice recorder on their phone to record language conversation as an assignment
3: I like it like, she's like I, I like make it. them
1: use the phones because then they can't use them to do I other that. stuff that's,
3: pretty that's cool. a yeah. great way to so do it.
1: it's like an interesting like yeah. and you know and that's kind of the thing it's like oh we don't bring our phones to the woods like, we bring our camera to the woods mm-hmm. the, you know what I mean like if you want to like share something from the woods like take a
3: picture of it I think
0: know? it's I think it's important to set those those, those boundaries, boundaries
1: even for ourselves yeah. as adults I, right I, I do the
0: same but, thing yeah. I do the same thing because I'm, I mean, owning a business, nice I'm you on you this freaking thing all the time.
3: Yeah, <laughs> exactly.
0: And I don't, it's hard. Doc, I, yeah, it's hard. I hate documenting things, honestly.
1: You know, it was interesting. One of the things you were saying earlier about, um, the like mentoring course that you're in and yeah. like the questions that they're asking you, um, I hosted an authenticity and self-promotion workshop last year Mm -hmm. and it was actually really nice because it gave me a chance to like evaluate like what I was doing and sort of like like okay like I picked up this skill set doing this business thing that I didn't know I was good at but it turns out I am so like what is it how did how does it do and it's like if you have something worth sharing If your uniqueness, if the thing that makes you you, like, really, like, vibrates the thing, if it tickles the itch, like, then you shouldn't, then that's it. Then, like, that's what people
4: want.
3: Right. Right. That's the thing. They want that. They want that thing. You
4: want that thing.
3: That's it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's it. That's it. You
4: want that thing. It's interesting
1: to, like, to look at, like, how and what we do and why.
0: Yes, it is. Do
1: I do this because I'm hungry? Or am I bored? So I do this because, like, I want attention or because, like, it feels good to share, Mm -hmm. you know? Like, you ever, like, look at someone whose Instagram is just, like, the worst pictures you've ever seen and you're, like, not sure why they're sharing them online? They're, like, blurry and they're, like, poorly framed and they don't, the person in it doesn't look good. It's because they want to share their life. It's not because they're like curating anything.
3: Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Like I, know, I five people just came to mind that have like beautifully curated Instagrams that feel like nothing.
4: Mm-hmm. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? That just they like. Themselves. Feel, that's it.
1: Like you can share and share and share and say nothing at all, or you can like really connect with what you're doing, however you're doing it, whether you're sharing it or not. Mm-hmm. It's interesting, or it's like, or it's like, are you, are you like. <laughs> What am I tra- There's a thought I'm like circling around in my brain. Like, like when you go to the woods and you don't Instagram it, mm-hmm. you are really there. That's right, amazing. right? That's beautiful. Like that but were you? <laughs> and if you go to the woods and you find something that really speaks to you and is like really beautiful mm-hmm. and you post it on the internet, like that's good too. But if you go to the woods, and I'm guilty of this one, if you go to the woods, and all you can do is look for picture ops if all you can do is like what's the thing that I want to share Right. like are you filtering your experience doesn't mean you're not having it mm-hmm. but like what's like what are you keeping yourself from right
2: mm-hmm. you know because when you're really engaged are you looking for that
4: that's it you're not yeah, when, when yeah. I'm like
2: yeah. especially I, I think of it like a lot of times when I'm in a show, like, and I'm watching yes. music, and I'm yes. really into it, like, last thing I'm thinking about is, like, videotaping it. Yeah, absolutely. But then I look around, and I'm like, oh, everybody's videotaping this. And I'm like, I might as well, too. You know, like, and I remember I see to do it. it, I, it but I
0: think partly my age, but I, I, and I never, didn't grow up in technology, but I never do any of it. My wife gets pissed at me. She, are you taking pictures of the kids when they were at a birthday party? I'm like, no, I was kind of just enjoying the event. <laughs> but at the same time,
2: I look through my Instagram feed, and it's like this, this like, like, Sequence of pictures of my life. You know, it's been around for so long now. Like, like you're seeing the evolution of like, where was I in that Mm -hmm. picture? And look at where I am now. And look at like, look at my kids growing. And like, and that
0: you like that? That speaks to you.
2: you I think when I look back, when I want to remember the past and where I came from, like, I
4: love documentation. Yeah, I look back, and and
2: I'm like, wow, like. Like, you know, especially, like, in evolutions of my life, like, where I've come through the muck. Yeah, right? Like, yeah, you're yeah, like yeah. oh, man, that picture. Or oh, I even was like, in the muck. Or the happiness.
1: Or even just, like, being, like, wow, like, where I thought I was then mm-hmm. versus the perspective I gain looking at it now. Like, I don't see what I thought I felt right. or that I... It's like, oh, like, I really didn't feel good here. Uh-huh. I th- and, like, and, like, I don't see that in a memory. Mm-hmm. I see... Oh, I'm hanging out with that person. Like, oh, remember those shoes? Like, you know, you don't think you don't like <laughs> yeah. it. Like, it's a totally other thing. But like, as like a I'll use like, our new vocabulary. Word, <laughs> like, uh, I've been documenting my life since before I had a digital camera. Like, mm-hmm. I was processing film in a dark room. You know, like right. I've always. But but just to like keep going with this, like when um, so one of my hobbies that you know, I don't have time to do, but I still squeeze in every now and again, is I love doing like documentary style video. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. like, um, like my gift to friends at weddings is always like a wedding video because it's like worth a ton and I can do it. And I love, and I love it, but you don't participate. It's different when you are, or like when we go on, when my band goes on tour, um, sometimes we make a tour video but I only do it if there's a certain number of us there because otherwise I'm too disengaged. Like mm-hmm. I don't participate. Like right. because I'm looking through. I, I'm I'm filtering on purpose. Like I'm becoming the fly on the wall. Right. You know the camera that I use is a um, like a mid like a mid size so it's like a can it's the Canon G series. Um, so it's not a DSLR, but it's like a a fixed lens. You know, like it's got a full manual like setup. It's awesome. It shoots raw. It shoots 1080 p. But it's this big. Mm-hmm. You know, and it disappears. And people act diff. People don't act around it, around this or around this. Mm-hmm. Right? People respond to in a way. I'm sorry for. We're doing a podcast. Like when people use <laughs> no. d- when, when people oh, yeah. use a DSLR, like and there's a lens and there's a flash and maybe there's like a you know, whatever, or if people use an iPhone, like there's a completely different, people perform differently. Right. And like I picked a camera on purpose that like disappears, but so do I.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I become the documenter, not the participant. Right. So that's like a really interesting thing is like, like, when do you choose to participate and when do you become like the parent with the camera? Mm-hmm. Because like in 15, 20 years, like, you know, my grandpa Ames, he, um, he was a photographer, but he was, like, a hobbyist. And a couple of years ago for Christmas, my grandma had all of the film and all of the slide films scanned in. <sighs> Grandpa's pictures are so cool. I would love to have a show for him someday and, like, make prints of them because he had an eye. And there was, like... It's, like, ooh. And, like, it's not pictures that maybe anyone else in my family would, like, resonate with. Mm-hmm. But it's, like, oh, Grandpa loved that kind of picture. Like, oh, he frames things this way. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, like, this... But Grandpa was a checkout dude. He, mm-hmm. like, you know what I mean? Like, he he quit drinking and smoking, but just barely. You know what I mean? Like, he, like... Died died on the John, you know, like Grandpa, you know, like it was like it was like it was it was a private thing, right? Which is interesting, like when you choose to do that or not.
0: I think it kind of is a checkout thing to a certain extent. I I I, like, I'm the I'm the hundred one millionth percent opposite of that. I do not. I've never cared about documenting much of anything. You I always I journal every single day mm, that's how um, so that's, that's, not how true. I, so that's well that's yeah traumatic. right for my own yeah but I I like to be pre I always want to be present in the environment that I'm in you know hundred percent as much you know uh, and just have that conversation, have that feeling, and then move on to the next feeling, the next conversation. Very rarely do I ever want to refeel that feeling from before. I want to be mm. to the next feeling, to the next thing that I'm at, you know. And honestly, I think it part of that come came out of just me being able to survive because things were so shitty sure. all the time growing up that. I never want, I was always looking for the next moment, hoping it would be a little bit better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that kind of just ingrained in my body and in my yeah. mind. And now that the moments are always good for the most part, they're always, you know,
3: yeah, that
0: yeah. I just, that's what I do. And I'm just there. I'm just, so I love it. I'm just, I don't, I'm not, because I'm not a photographer. I am a musician as well. I actually want to talk to you about that. Oh a little yeah. This yeah. Um, I actually uh, play guitar and uh grew up playing. I moved to New York City to be in a rock band. and we, oh, that's cool. Well, actually, I was in a rock band here and then we moved to New York City and then we, we did our thing there for quite a long time. But um, but that's... that's So it's, it's, it's always been about just being there, present moment, mm-hmm. doing whatever it is I was doing. Well, you
4: know. when you're on stage, obviously, like, you're present. Right? Well, yeah, you're not, you're not <laughs> You are yeah feeling when you're playing guitar. I mean, guitar. And I think <laughs> that's one of the most magical things right. yeah, about musicians. I am not one, but, like, just... You are present. And I also feel like when you have a gift or a talent as such, time kind of stands still. Totally. And because yeah. I was thinking about this when we went to a show the other day, um, and I was thinking like the Rolling Stones are my favorite band. And I was thinking they've been playing for over 50 years. Yeah. And, but they're not getting carpal tunnel. Maybe their fingers hurt now and then, but I feel like there's a life force that comes when you're being creative and you have those Mm -hmm. moments of complete, like creativity, you're aligned and you're present. Your
0: unique ability or using your unique ability.
4: My dad's a
1: guitar player Mm -hmm. and, um, he, um, has, uh, psoriasis Mm -hmm. and it, uh, he has a, a specific type that actually has been linked to cigarette smoking. Interesting. Um It's on the palms of his hands and the bottoms of his feet. So, like, pretty much torture, you know? Right. And um, he's a humera dude, so he, like, found, like, with a mixture of, like, you know, he didn't... He had no, like... Did, he, like, tried to quit smoking a bunch, like, when I was growing up and ha- always had... Intent to quit as soon as he found out that it like this psoriasis, like, might be linked to it. That was it. That was like he was done. He was like, Mm -hmm. Oh, this might affect it. Like, cool. So, he had some diet changes. He had he quit smoking and he started doing Chimera, but he uh it cleared up. But the skin on his hands and feet would constantly regenerate like a hangnail, so he would bleed and his nails would like do weird shit and like. Um, and he played guitar all through that mm-hmm. and his hands like definitely hurt he'd bleed he'd, play, he'd literally play until his fingers bleed mm-hmm. because he like had to play right. because he mm-hmm. could so you he not felt it in the moment? no
0: in the moment you don't feel I don't shit think so. you know?
1: I don't think so because it's, zone, totally, zone. it's totally, different. Yeah, totally different it's totally different it's totally different so that's I think you're I think you're right and yeah. I also think that like when you're the Rolling Stones you probably have like people that are like the sausage. The sausage. <laughs> did, did you guys watch the lady gaga documentary from uh-huh. that too? yeah oh, yeah right, you know, like, and she says it oh she God. was like and she says it she was like i was like she's like i don't know how people who can't who don't have access to this live with this mm-hmm. so i mean i mean you know i mean not to say that the magic of the music isn't there but like i also think that like they probably have at least taken care of like this part, you know, yeah. the pain, right. and the arms, right. and the shoulders. Yeah. I have some muscular scoliosis from playing guitar. I have a little bit of a curvature yep. and a pull that, mm-hmm. like, I was asking Amy, my, our, my teacher, our teacher, about. Um, I was like, what can I do about this? She's like, well, you need to go to a chiropractor. You need to get more regular body work. I'm a massage therapist that, like, doesn't get massage because I'm cuckoo. Uh, I know. I know.
0: I know. You're a massage therapist I am well? a massage therapist. Yeah. So yeah. Oh, I <laughs> I'm a
1: massage therapist. Um, I don't love touching strangers.
3: Mm. I
1: love touching people I know and love, and I love working on bodies, but, like, I worked for a few years on the general public, and I just couldn't do it. I'm too sensitive. Like, I could not... Take on.
0: I understand that. You know? Is it like the energy?
1: Like, yeah, yeah. It's the. It's, yeah, it's like the. It's like the emotional. It's hard. Spiritual cost of like touching people all the time. Yeah. I would love to do more hands-on adjustments in my yoga classes, but I just have to figure out how. Um, we just printed out some consent cards for yoga vibes. I
2: saw that. Yeah.
1: Right. So yeah. it's like they're cool, and like um, one of our teacher Milo that um, teaches our queer and trans class. Um, has been using them in a different studio and said that they touch more people with them because it gives people an affirmative way to like choose, like, yes, I want to be touched. No, please don't touch me. Mm-hmm. And they were saying that like they'll put people into a restorative pose and be like, if you'd like an adjustment, flip the card. Mm hmm how many people flip it? Everybody. Most of them, Most right? People, uh, yeah. Almost everybody, Most right? haven't really like, touch me, just, please. Yeah. You haven't touched me all class, and like hearing them talk about it, I was like, oh my gosh, like eighteen hundred people came through our doors in these past two years, and how many of them have I touched?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: As a massage, yeah. as like as like a as like a a person that does the that, no like yeah, it's it's hard to touch people. I love I, it. I, think I do too. I do too. Really I gotta come back to it, you know, like. Uh, Trauma is a really wild thing, you know, Mm -hmm. what it does to your brain and specifically like how it affects the way you like engage with the world is really interesting.
2: For me, like, Sadie and I got asked to assist a class, so we so you were... you had
1: that's, t- that's the touching job.
2: But, mm-hmm. And yeah. She blew away. And for me, like, you know, yoga classes are mostly females, and, like, I don't want to be that creepy guy, you know, <laughs> right? And it was really hard for to figure, me. To figure,
1: to, like, get know, out of like, your head about it. Get right. out of my like, head. Yeah. Like, I'm just,
2: like, okay, I'm just giving them an assist. It's not, like, a sexual thing. It's yeah. nothing, like, I'm yeah. just, like, pushing down on their low back and, like, child's pose. You know what my therapist tells me, like, when I
1: tell her, like, oh, I was like, what, what if I'm a bad parent? I want to have a, I want to have kids really bad. My partner wants to have kids really bad, and I'm terrified. Like I'm right. not ready. That's fine. You'll
0: never be. I just do it.
1: That's it, and that's what, that's a what my therapist tells me. And me <laughs> she's like the fact that you think about that. Do you know that like most people who have kids like never give that a second thought? She's like, you're gonna be fine. Like, you're, you're gonna, gonna be, be. fine. Awesome. Yes. You're gonna <laughs> be fine. Yeah. Fucking amazing. Oh, I'm so excited and scared of it. Because ah, <laughs> I'm, cool. I'm gonna buy a house this next year. That's the plan. Right. Once I have a house, yeah, buy a house. Because I can, I have an IUD. I can wait, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm gonna like buy a house and fix the house
4: up and then like, have some kids. That's so, cool. That's yeah. cool. Yes. I think
0: you know. I think even in, even in Pilates, there's a lot of I do a lot of hands-on stuff. I've always been that way, though. I'm a much more of a, like a hands-on, yeah. touchy kind if of. If I you know somebody,
2: like it's it's a strange class where all of a sudden I'm, it's a bunch of strangers. Like if it's like a room full of people I've been doing it with, like I I don't have that, but it's like it was a weird event. There was a hundred plus people and it was like, mm. oh. And I looked at the side, the side of the room and she had a party going on. And like, <laughs> 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 so I'm just full of energy and I'm like, that was weird for me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard. It's hard being the guy with, with a bunch of
2: but, but I'll, talk, I'll talk, like, dude, but I, think I it's feel just like a I'm f- there for the dudes, though, too, like, give yeah. the dude, like, a dude Absolutely. on dude, like, assist. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's great. Positive, like, it, you know? male, like, non sexual culture. How much in our lives deal. has, it like, like, very big. It's like, it's, it's, it's almost Brad, like, this is one of the big breakthroughs in my life mm-hmm. is, like, like, I can love another guy totally. you know what I mean right. like being a straight man like when I can give you a fucking hug and like right. like in be that like,
4: or another yeah. girl and yeah. not sure. be like sure. and right. not it be sexual yep. you know like not yeah like yo a big part of that for me I'm a Scorpio
0: uh, I know um, nice. my wife's my wife's a Scorpio you know, so I'm a you lucky man up, you I up, said to say I'm, a, you. I say I'm a lucky man say <laughs> <Scorpio. laughs> so you're lucky man
1: because Anything else she'd kill you. That's, that <laughs> no, thing that's not why.
0: She'll do anything, that's why. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean Scorpios are wild. <laughs> and figuring out how to deal with that energy was like like redheaded Irish like Scorpio. Like I'm like well,
3: trouble. Like, that like, like, oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's, that's it. You know,
1: like I really like had a lot of physical energy to get out of my body and oh, yeah. like figuring out how to do it in a way that wasn't harming myself or other people
0: and i'm a leo too so.
1: oh yeah oh that's a lot of that's a lot of stuff going and on two in there. aries oh two aries you always find each other though <laughs> i know several two aries Really? yeah because it's Are they like exhausted? Yeah. <laughs> exhausted? yeah. Oh like Virgo like I, I collect Virgos, so
3: that's <laughs> like Virgo, yeah. I'm <laughs> uh, I like have Dave. a lot of Virgos Virgo in my life.
1: I am a Virgo collector. Yeah. yeah. The Scorpio Virgo thing can be very toxic and very good depending right. on the dynamics of the or the psychology of the people involved. But yeah, you know, like figuring out that like I liked that being physical isn't inherently bad, right? That, like, being sexual isn't bad. And that being physical and non-sexual is, like... I don't want to say better, because I don't mean to, like, hierarchy them. But that, like, that, like it's okay to, like, want to be hugged or touched or not and have it have nothing to do with anything but that.
3: Right, right. right. Or, like, yeah. right,
1: you know, just, like, I don't know, just that my body does not have to be a sexual thing, or it can, and that those are not things that exist in a vacuum.
3: Right. Mm -hmm.
1: That, like, my choice to do, like, right, my choice to do what I want with it, like, they inform each other, and they can stay, like, in their own...
4: You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Like yes, yeah. I don't know. It's hard. It's hard. Well, there's there's a lot of and i don't, don't maybe you guys know this better than I do, but there's definitely a lot of science out there too that says just a hug in general, just not not a sexual hug, but just no, a hug just in a general hug. means actually, there you know, there that like changes the serotonin levels and in by increases the serotonin levels in the body and it's 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 amazing. You guys seen the guy on um, I don't know whether it was originally Instagram or you you um, not YouTube but um, Facebook or maybe it was YouTube where he was go around and give free hugs all around the world and uh oh I you want a job uh, you
3: know, <laughs> just goes to give a hug first yeah, it
0: person, makes me yeah. think
2: of like like I think of like you know like kind of old school type relationships where like the, the two head of the household didn't even like kind of interact or touch and like there was none of that and it's like what are the negative effects yeah. of the lack of connection it's huge. physical connection oh
3: yeah mm-hmm.
2: you know and it's Oh, I'm a hugger too, like and it just it just it feels good. Yeah. You put your heart next to someone's and like you get that and it makes you smile and then you It doesn't
0: matter away. whether it's a guy right. or girl or somebody you're attracted to or somebody you're not, it doesn't matter at all. No, it's, no, it's, like it's, it's yeah. You know.
2: Well we live in
1: such a confused <laughs> culture of both like, upon, like <laughs> extreme excess and like severe Puritanism, you <laughs> know? Like <laughs> it's wild. Like, like it's
0: like in so Rochester the Puritanism is like freaking...
1: It's crazy. Frustrating. Frustrating. So it's, yeah, it's, it is frustrating, and it's hard to, like, temper all of that. It's confusing. You know? It's really yeah, confusing for it people. It's so the madonna work complex, right? take it the wrong, right? Like, it the wrong way, it, way,
2: right? Like, or, well, that's
1: right. the thing. And, you know, that's... Right, that's the thing. And then, thing. like, as
2: a female, you're like, did I leave myself on? Or was I, like... Or, like, as a guy, like, was I too, you know, like...
1: I don't know. Like, I feel like communication is, like, so elusive for so many people and I don't think it's people I think it's like the tools were given and the parameters were given to work inside of That sure. like as soon as I learned about like healthy consent practices both in the yoga space in my personal life like out in the world with strangers like everything changed for me everything mm-hmm. changed for me where it's like oh like Like, if I'm hearing people, like, speak ill of someone I care about and I don't say anything, like, I'm consenting to that. I'm not consenting actively, but I'm, like, passively consenting to it. And that's not to, like, victim blame anyone or me or whoever. But, like, it's that thing where it's, like, oh, like, I don't have to participate in things that don't like, vibe with me. Right. Right. Like, I don't have to feel obligated to go to, like, my shitty racist uncle's, like, holiday party. Right. I don't got to go talk to that guy. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, and and to, like, show up and, like, I don't know, it's just so interesting, right? Like, where it's, like, if I have agency over myself, like, what does that really mean in the world?
3: Mm -hmm.
1: And if we go back to the body being political, like, that's the thing where it's, like, for me to say, yes, I want this, no, I don't, I tattoo this because I want to not because I mean like when people ask me why I get tattooed I just like I'm like I don't even know how to have a conversation with you like maybe I could tell you if you really want to know but I don't think I even know Mm -hmm. I just always I just always knew I wanted to like I just Mm -hmm. always knew that this was something I wanted to do with my body what Mm -hmm. do you want to do with your body
0: (laughs) I don't that's a great question what do you want to do with what your do you body? Because most body? people don't even know what they want to do they with their body. They don't even know. Yeah, then that's huge. That's powerful. That's like,
1: like you get in the bedroom with somebody. <laughs> and you're like, what do you want to do? They're like, I don't know. What do you want to do? It's like, that's not what I asked you. <laughs> because I have a this list. Is a do you see <laughs> this? <laughs>
0: this is Scorpio. This is a Scorpio. The Scorpio. I'm talking right here. <laughs> do you want to
1: see the list? Because like, there's a list like of things. Yes and no. Uh, right. Like it's right. like. Um, yeah. Or like boundaries, it's a yeah. Like it's a yeah. Boundaries. Boundaries. Like boundary is not a noun; it's like a verb almost, right? Like it's like it's not something that you like. A good boundary is not firm. Or no, that's not true. What do I? What, how do I mean to say this? Like, like a good boundary is um, malleable. Mm-hmm. Like a good boundary will move with you.
0: It's like part of that onion that we're that's talking it. about. That's it. The that's it. The boundary pulling back and yeah. like the, exactly because. Like, you have a right. boundary, then you're like, okay, I can get rid of that one. Let me go to the next one. So Let me go to the deeper level. It's right? Not yeah. It shouldn't be, it it should. shouldn't be yeah. because,
1: like, especially like, I and mean, we'll take it all the way back. If you're really strong yeah. and you're like, I can't forward fold.
3: Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Then that's then you're giving yourself a boundary that's like not going to help you grow. Right. Right. But if you're right. like, I forward folded. This is true. So deep that I ripped part of my hamstring off of my pelvis feel
3: awesome.
1: <laughs> 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 <The>, like <laughs> that, that like uh, that's not respecting my boundaries right. right like I went so far beyond my boundaries that I was not listening mm-hmm. like how can we like you know and now like but and like to bring it I mean just circling back to like lots of things we talked to about tonight in losing flexibility okay. and becoming more strong I like was almost like, I can't hurt myself again. Mm -hmm. Like, I need to be really respectful of this injury because, like, I don't want to, like, flare it up. I don't want to re-traumatize myself. I don't want to have to take six months off of my practice. Like, Mm -hmm. all of these fear-based things, Mm -hmm. when really if I was operating from more of, and I think I try to, like, more of a love-based place with it, you know, that it's like, Oh, like, I, like, love having a body. I enjoy Mm -hmm. my yoga practice. Let's see where that boundary is today. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's telling me to back off. I will back right off. Or, like, oh, it wants me to come a little closer. Like, it wants me to step up to it. And, like, having a conversation with myself or with a partner or with, like, a business relationship and being like, hey, I think you're, like, crossing a boundary here with this thing where, you know, like... Hey, I don't feel comfortable with this thing is like, so why don't people know about this? Like, and is it the control? Is it like that? if you control people and you tell them what to think and feel and where their boundaries are, is it, it's easier to control
0: them? Well, they're, and, and they're not in control. They, they, nobody That's wants it. to take responsibility for I think, I think we need to,
2: That's we need it. that awareness of like knowing, okay, like you're touching a boundary. Like, right. Too. Like sometimes like we go over in a boundary, we don't know we're there, right? Like with conversation or <laughs> with it. like like especially yeah. like sexual like yeah you know, promiscuity, like you know, hey, is as, this as okay? a guy, I don't know I'm going beyond that line, like and I need to be told. And, but, and ask, right? Yeah, and it's like it's should, this
1: thing, it, it's this culture that like needs to get like cultivated of like hey, like and or like or like let's say you're like in a yoga class and you like I mean it happens it happens to me I'll, like I'll put myself in the pu- in the position of vulnerability like um, a teacher comes over and and gives me an adjustment and I make a noise <laughs> I'm like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> and the teacher correctly set right correctly says is this okay
3: Right Right
1: Right like it's a response and like Like, being able to have that model on the map and then take it out into the world, whether it's sexual, whether it's emotional, whether it's, like, with some dude on the street, you know, that you're, like, you know, you hear someone's, say are you okay? You know, like, like, it's able to, like, give you more perspective and information, I feel. Like, Like, or, like, I don't care why people don't want to, like, grow and learn and change, like if it's I, it's too like, scary for it's people. It's so scary. But it's for so much people. fucking fun. That's it. It's fun to be scared. It's like a yeah. haunted house. <laughs> it's like a haunted house. There you go. <laughs> Plus you, you worry.
0: It's like you, you, you know, so so many people want to do things that they don't want that they're too scared
1: they to, to do. They want to be good at it all, like right. Like right. I don't want to go to this class until I'm more fit. Right.
3: Mm. It's
1: like why? What are you scared of? What mm. What is the fear? I'm just scared of tarot cards. Have you ever car. had? You've done
0: it. Have you ever had? I've never done it. Let's let before, before we before we before do that before we sure, do that let's sure. let's talk a little bit about what it means to be a witch okay. and what what is Tara all about. Let's let's like sure. let's get into because I've been I've had my um, cards read. <laughs> I've been. I've done tarot quite a bit. you
3: need to unique. I've had it read right on
0: me. I don't. I, I don't you know to how to do it, it but I've had, had it had read it on, on me quite yeah. a bit, and that's what's helped guide me into my business, actually. Oh, I love that. So I've used it as as a tool to allow me to make more informed decisions in my business.
3: Exactly right. Um,
0: so. so it's been great. So tell us a little bit about. I love this stuff. You sure. know, I, if I had more time, I would delve into it much more myself. Yeah. And um, but I, I would when I do stuff, I need to do it. Really, be focused on. I wouldn't be able to be right now. Um, But tell us a little bit about what it means to be a witch and what that. Because it it has such a negative connotation to a lot of people. So what is that? What is that all about?
3: Um. So,
1: being a witch is.
3: (laughs) I I mean, it's
1: it's old. It's real old, and I think that. um, Hold on. I actually know. So the, I'm not gonna be able to think of it. The word witch comes from the word I don't wanna Google it. I want my brain to find it. <laughs> um, shoot. I looked this I looked this up actually not so long ago, but that you know it comes from like old knowledge. From right. you know, from, is it um, from like healers, nature and nature. I mean like a Wicca perspective is a little bit different, I think, than like a modern witch. Like okay. I think that there's like there's like Wicca, which is like an elemental Uh, spiritual practice Um, it's like an easy way to say it that Mm -hmm. acknowledging that the earth and the animals and the people and everything is connected i think is the way that the first way that i would designate myself as a witch is like the acknowledgement of the wheel instead of the ladder Mm -hmm.
3: that's nice
1: right so culture Mm -hmm. so often in the east and the west has like a ladder system um but that you know a lot of native cultures a lot of like um pagan cultures have this like wheel mentality that like we're all connected from a center place and um you know i think that the ritual is part of what like makes it a thing is that there is like a practice there's a practice to it that there's um or like have you guys ever like looked into any like chaos magic stuff I have yeah I've like read I'm all about chaos I've done magic. I've
0: gotten into a cabal a little bit yeah yeah, yeah. I've, so I've, I've gotten into the first two um tiers that we Sure. yeah sure. so I've studied that and then I've opened a business and obviously haven't you know been able to really get into it but I've delved what is into it that. The Kabbalah is is um, you could probably explain better like right to me, but it's Jewish mysticism. mysticism. Mm-hmm. So it's like the foundation of it's like,
3: of, older than the it's, Old like Testament. it's like
0: the foundation of witches for the most part. It's like what's it's. Um, Alistair Crowley was huge yeah, on it, and New he Kabbalah was he was the chaos like, magic guy. Well,
1: he was well, he, he started yeah, and then there's there's a book called Condensed Chaos by. I Philp- love Hine- the Gorgeous. I don't think I have the, the Crowley deck with me I tonight. have a Crowley deck at home. at Yeah, awesome. I have one at home, too. Yeah. I had Trevor pick my decks. Oh. I was like, oh, grab me some decks. He was like, what?
0: And Trevor's your, is my, he your boyfriend husband. or your yeah. husband? Though. Yeah,
1: okay. And uh, I was like, grab me some decks. And he was like, what? And I was like, just pick out, just pick. I have a drawer. I have a drawer full of tarot card decks. Um cool. So I think that, like, all of these practices that I, like, Find myself drawn to yoga, tarot, guitar playing. Mm-hmm. That it's all—it's all intuition, yeah. right? That it's all about like tuning into like what you, this unique you, this thing that you have to offer. Like you know, I love talking to different people who identify as witches and like what their practice is. Like there's kitchen witches and there's garden witches and there's mm-hmm. home witches and there's I, I someone asked me what kind of witch I am and I was like I'm a good witch. I don't know. Like I was like I actually. And I think I'm a, I'm kind of a divinator, you know, I think that I have a little bit of that, like, like a little, a little bit of it, you know, I think I can sip the sauce, so to speak. Um, I agree. I think I'm a manifesting witch. I like that. No, (laughs) for sure, for sure, like a conjurer. Like, Mm -hmm. I I, I feel that way too, that like taking like something and like making something Mm -hmm. out of it. Um, And tarot's a mirror. Um, it's not a crystal ball. So, like, it won't tell you anything that you don't already know, which is, like, really good. And, like, I've given a reading to a friend before who was like, well, I know all of this already. I was like, I know. That's, like, the point. I'm sorry. I wish I had maybe said that to you beforehand. <laughs> but, like, you're not going to, like, you will. I mean, hindsight is twenty twenty, And, like, I have had readings that years later things have struck me, you know, where I'm like, that dang witch told me this ten years ago, you know, where it's like sometimes things just wait, or like, I mean time is not linear, right? That there's this sort of Mm wishy-washiness about it, that sometimes you feel the folds, I think, a little more distinctly than others. Um, But more than anything else, I think that acknowledging my connection to the world around me is part of that old world, what makes a witch. Like, Like, what Lineage And honestly, like, because I'm, like, a white yoga teacher, like, I've done a lot of internal seeking about cultural appropriation versus cultural appreciation and, like, what parts of it are, like, for me. Is any of it for me? I, the answer is yes. Like, mm-hmm. I do feel very strongly that, like, there is a very distinct difference between, like, stealing someone's culture and, like, participating in it. Um yeah. But that, like as, like, I mean, red hair is, like, traceable to Vikings and, like, that my ancestors were, like, weirdo pagans digging in the dirt, you know what I mean? That I come from people that have done these practices and that I feel, like, I never felt as, like, a kind of secular, spiritual, like, middle-class white person. I never had, like, culture beyond that. I didn't have, like... I mean we had our traditions but it wasn't like you know I mean I remember going to like even like Catholic friends houses and being like you guys do what like what every week like what (laughs) Like all the time you know like that, that the ritual has always been something that has like drawn me to stuff like this and that yeah like that like manifest that like being able to like um push energy around to be able to collect or distribute is like a really interesting thing and that like if we're going to go there that like if the nature of reality is completely transient if it's (laughs) all just like you know a field of energy dancing for itself or whatever like then what can I do with it can I like you know how can I intuit better so tarot was something that like my mom my mom always had and actually i tre- trevor picked a deck that um was a deck i had growing up that's oh, wow. the uh the motherpiece tarot um which is like a total like wavy oh, cool. hippie naked ladies yeah, deck That's I like awesome. yeah the best. yeah and it's like super it's a real cool one um and that like this um yeah, you know, we would draw a card in the morning. Sure. We would, um... We would wake up in the morning and pull a card and...
2: Because growing up? Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. And, like, she had a rune, a bag of runes as well. And we what would, is like, a rune? So runes are, like, um, symbols that means... So they're kind of like... They're like primitive tarot. So a rune is, like... The runes are, like, a series of symbols that have a concept attached to them. It's kind of like a mudra, hand gesture. Um, and... Um, we would draw a card or we would pick a rune and we would read about it and we would talk about our feelings and do all sorts of
3: about your feelings. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, we talked about our feelings almost too much growing up, you know? Like, now I get with people and I'm like, let's talk about how you feel. And they're like, I don't know you that well. You know? I'm like, what is that else strange? is there to talk yeah. about? Yeah. What else See, is there to talk about? I don't talk about
0: my feelings. You don't As talk a, about I, feelings, yeah. I, I, didn't, I wasn't brought up to talk about my feelings a lot, you know? I mean, yeah. I, I do, I will, but, like, it's not, like, it's my go-to. Yeah. You know? yeah.
1: yeah. It's important. I do too. Yeah, yeah
0: pretty good about that.
1: And the intuition that comes from like collective symbology. (laughs) Like, I like feeling connected to a lineage. I think that's part of why yoga called to me. Yeah. It's because there was this like history and there were people before me that like had been drawn to this thing also. Coincidentally, the studio I practiced in in Chicago, um, the people who opened it, Jerry and Jerry Blyer, and I'm not going to be able to remember his name, but um, they studied with Amy under John Friend. Like, they, my teacher studied with these people. Like, I've been studying yoga under the same lineage the whole time and didn't know it. Like, That's pretty it, cool. Is it a coincidence? Like, no, it's not. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you end up, like, following the same circles and patterns and whatever, so.
2: I think um, it's, like, a matter of, like, for me, it's it's, you feel that energy of where to go. Like, totally. And, like, totally. not second-guessing that, like...
1: Or, like, what do they say? Souls travel in packs? Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you're gonna, like, end up with kind of the same people all the time because of... You do. That, you know? You really do.
2: I mean, it's funny because, like, meeting Sidi, like, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm supposed to be with you.
1: That was <laughs> what it was like when I met Trevor. It and was no, definitely, there's like... There's no uh, question about it. Trevor questioned a little bit, but it was because he was 19. He was, like, barely 20 when I met him. <laughs> 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 and he was, like, scared of it. He was scared of how big of a feel it was. And, like, you know, when I think about, like, what an asshole I was when I was that age. Like, he treated me really good even though we had a rocky, bumpy start. You know what I mean? Like, there was, like, figuring it out to do. But it was, like, for me, it's interesting, like, like, Trevor did a bunch of dumb young stuff when we were first together, as you do, you yeah. know. And it had been things that I had experienced in other relationships. But instead of, like, running from it, I, like, think I really knew. I was like, all right, figure it out. Get back to me. That's how to, we were, too. I'm not, trying to, I'm not trying to, like, dick around. I'm not trying to, like, I'm not trying to be with someone that doesn't want to be with me. Mm-hmm. So if you want to be with me, that's cool. Figure it out. And then he was like, I want to be with you. I was like, I know, dummy, you know, like, and that's been it. <laughs> and that's it. And that's eight years later, that's, like, it, you know, where it's like, oh, right, like, you just know sometimes. Mm-hmm. And these systems of intuition, whether it's playing music with people or it's practicing yoga or it's, like, learning about symbols that people relate to. Like, um, before there was, like, written record of stuff, people used what they called memory houses, guys familiar with this?
4: Hmm. I've been talking about it a lot lately. From you.
3: From me, yeah. yeah,
1: (laughs) People would, like, construct a house to put things in to remember. Hmm. So that you'd put a... Things? Yeah, and, like, and they would be, like, um, it would be, like, stream of consciousness almost, where it would be this, like, story that would be told visually through objects and, like remembrances that would I
4: don't
3: know like, kind of like share. a time capsule?
1: Totally yeah like totally like a time capsule so the things about tarot that like connect people to I mean like the first thing I tell people when I teach them to read tarot is like what do, what does it say to you? Like when you look at this like how does it make you feel because that's right hmm. like the thing you're looking for is already here Like, you don't have, I don't have to tell you what this means because what you think it means makes sense. I have a couple of cards that I have my own meaning for that, like, (laughs) don't, I don't think I have any traditional decks with me. I think I actually have, I think he picked all, he picked the weird thrift store dragon deck. I have a couple of thrift store decks that always have, like, kind of a weird vibe to them. (laughs) But this dragon deck, I was like, dragons? What? And then it's really good. It's a really nice deck. It has really good feel. It gives really like intuitive readings. But the five the five of swords is a card that I have like my own like interpretation of. And the five of swords is like
0: I said the crawl crawl the because I have five of swords on the yeah, yeah. crawl. So, yeah.
1: so like just to back up a step for anyone who's not familiar with tarot that's listening, is that um, so a tarot deck traditionally is 78 cards it um it excuse me um 22 of which are the major arcana um they're numbered 0 to 21 and um they represent the overarching themes of our life the high priestess the star the world these are like the cards that inform the journey through the psyche um the greater themes of, like, who we are and, like, what we do. And then the minor arcana are the elements. So it's cups, swords, wands, and pentacles. Um, And they represent water, air, fire, and earth. And those suits deal with the, like, the, like, the current circumstance. People, places, and things that inform your, like, greater path. So if I drew, like, these three cards together, so we've got the star... Here, I'll pick a different one. The three of... Well, in this deck it's discs, but the three of pentacles and the eight of swords. I mean, the first thing I would do is I would look at how the pictures relate. The first thing that's jumping out to me is that there's, like, bricks in two of these cards and that there's stones around her. Like, what does that mean? I don't know. It's just the first thing that jumped out to me about it. Um... And that, like, if we're coming at it as a system and not, like, individual things, the wheel and not the ladder, right? If all of these things inform each other, how did like, these current circumstance affect, like, this part of who you are? So the star is all about, like, radiant energy. It's about, like, the uniqueness. This is why I pulled it out. I mean, it's not why I pulled it out of the deck, but here we
3: This is what a tarot reading is, right? It's
1: like... That, like, being the most you you can be right. is the thing to do. hmm Three of pentacles has to do with, like, hard work and working together. Threes in general in tarot can kind of be sometimes, like, a negative card and can be, um, or they can be, like, a like a, like a, like, you know, like a stool with two legs ain't gonna hold you up. You need a third leg to do it. You need hard work to get there. Um... Eight of Swords. Swords has to do with the mind. Um, Eight of Swords, if I'm not mistaken, has to do with, like, a perceived threat. So, like, you can see that this, this figure is, like, fencing a wall. And there's, like, some crows, like sort of chopping, like they're, like, they're, like, what they're like are you? Like, laughing at them. Yeah, they're laughing at him, you know? And it's kind of, like, why would you, like, fence alone? You can't
2: break through that. Why
1: would you do that alone? When, like, look over here, there's, like, people that, like, can help you with it. Like, you don't have to, like, discover who you are alone. You don't have to, like, I mean, I don't know. That's how I, that's how I would interpret, like, these cards.
0: That's cool. I mean, yeah. I work with Jenna, her name is, and she's... Oh, in um, Village Gate actually, in
1: mm-hmm.
4: the
0: oh, in the uh, place. What's what's the place? Mystic, Mystic.
4: Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Mystic
1: Moon, right? Is that what? Mystic that Mystic treasures, treasures. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: And she, we went through a lot of that kind of stuff. It's, it's really cool. It's, it is very. cool. It's really powerful because a lot of it's actually already manifested itself in my life. And what she said to yeah. me. So it's
1: a mirror. Yeah. You know? They're so yeah. cool. I like how it's these are mirror. so cool. Aren't they cool? Yeah. This is the mini version. They make a bigger one too and the cards, they're the same cards but they're like,
3: mm-hmm. you
1: know, a one and a half size bigger. But, it's an interesting like, it's really interesting. Like, I think that the, the intuition, honing intuition, I'd say like the biggest practice of being a witch for me is that like, I practice intuition. Mm-hmm. You know, like I practice. Um, and I think the ritual I think that like that's why I like yoga. I think that's why I like Repeating things or like looking for patterns like like oh, right like every card I've pulled today had red in it mm-hmm. Like what does that mean to me because mm-hmm. like it literally doesn't Matter what it means to anyone else, right?
0: The universe gives you what you need right that's around it. you all the time all the time 24 7 You Yeah. You just have to be aware of it. Yeah, exactly, it's it's amazing.
4: It's pretty cool. Yeah, you know, it's
1: fucking. I love it. Oh, wow, it's pretty good. Yeah, I brought. <laughs> <laughs> hey, bring a tarot deck. I brought three. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing, and this is my favorite. My favorite tarot reference. When people are like, "What are some books you like?" Um, Psychic Tarot by Craig Junjulas. Uh, it's it's a companion to the Aquarian Tarot, which is a deck that I also have. Um, this book is very well-loved, but um, I like this book because it encourages the intuition. That it very specifically says that the whole point of this experience is like to get a better understanding of yourself and the world around you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also think I was a little bit drawn to witchy stuff because I was a secular person. Mm-hmm. Because I didn't have like a lot of dogma and a lot of like imposed ideas about should and shouldn't mm-hmm. um, in regards to like spirituality my, mm-hmm. my mom was definitely a yes and kind of person about that stuff like sure some people believe this some people believe that you know like you can believe what you want to believe mm-hmm. and that like because of that I think I looked for it like instead of just being like, well, I'm a Protestant because my dad was a Protestant, because his dad was a Protestant. But before that, they were Lutheran, but they had a falling out with the da da You know what I mean? Like, whatever <laughs> the freaking boring story about that is, where it's like, or it's like, oh, like, I do this thing because I've always done this thing.
3: Like, why?
1: You can keep doing it. Like, I don't... Mm-hmm. You... Like, what what... F- Like, some people love that, you know? Like, some people, like, are like, oh, I I go to Midnight Mass every Christmas because I did when I was a kid, and it feels really good. It's a great reason to go. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah,
0: it is a great reason Not
4: because you have to. That's it. But because it feels good. Totally. Or, like, you ever do that with yoga where you're like, oh, I shouldn't go to
1: class. I don't want to, but I should. Yeah.
4: (laughs) What is that?
1: Like, what is that? (laughs) Like, why do we get... Right? Yeah, right? So like a ritual. Go to yeah, church, a ritual, go to church. Yeah, totally. And like can you find your rich And that's the thing. And that's why I think that witches get a bad rap is that like they find it on their own.
3: Mm. you yeah. know.
1: To be to be told that you don't have to sip the source is really scary to the the provider.
0: Well, apps, I mean, I think you that's know? across the board, but I think it that's whenever you Go against the grain, or not, I don't even think it's going. I, I I actually don't like that term, going against the grain. It's not you're going against the grain. You're going with who you are, which means you're going more with the grain than anybody else possibly could even understand. No, that's
1: it. You're like you I'm know? just going with my grain, right? Which <laughs> is
0: the grain that you need to be going with. Or you should be going with. You know, I just
2: remember, as a kid, watching Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And there was the one point yeah. where, like, are you a good witch? Or are you a bad witch? Yeah. And that, like, keeps on coming to my head as I hear yeah. you talking about witches. like uh-huh. that, like, scene, like, and right, like, mm-hmm. there's good and bad in everything. Mm-hmm. That's it. Right? That's it. Like, that's
1: the thing, like, like, when people are like, oh, good witch, huh? And it's like, oh, don't make no mistake. <laughs> you know, like, that's, that's the thing about it is that, like, if, 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 like, so, like, if we're talking about, like, all right, we're going to go there. If we're going to talk about, like, Shiva consciousness anyone right so like yeah. so Shiva is like the like auspicious stuff of the world and the universe it's everything it's nothing mm. it's like what we were before it's what we will we be. Call, after. We call
0: that Wuji and, and Wuji is what we call that in martial arts.
1: Wuji, yeah, yeah the wuji, right? Yeah. So the Shiva, the Shiva consciousness wants to experience itself in as many ways as it can.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It wants to be a plant. It wants to be you. It wants to be this microphone. Um, and the way that it does that is through the Shakti, right? The Shakti mm-hmm. is, like, the, the sprout, is the, like, Shiva desires to be a plant, so Shakti makes it so. Shiva also desires to be a serial killer. And <laughs> that guy that just cut you off in traffic. And your lover that betrayed you. Do you know what I mean? Like, the, 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 to, to experience, so, like, if the world is all within this Shiva, this, like, I mean, if we're going to go back through yoga even deeper into, like, classical yoga, like the Purusha and the Prakriti. So, like, in classical yoga, Purusha is the, the what was the word again? Uji. Uji. And, the, uh, and like, the Shiva, the Purusha is, like, the good stuff. Like, the higher, most attuned consciousness. And the Purusha is, like, all the garbage. This is my shoulder's Purusha, the table's Purusha, and it's a problem. Like, classical yoga will say that, like, you want to escape that. You want to, like, get rid of it. Get rid of your body. Get rid of your mind.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Melt into nothing. Like, be, like follow this regimen and this system. Follow these rituals, and we'll take care of the rest. Like, maybe you'll get there, right? Like, mm-hmm. there's, like, maybe one guy that they've said has done it. You know what I mean? Like, maybe. But to go further up through time, right? So classical yoga and the Vedas back way back in the past, like, that would be... The, you know, the beginning of that stuff, that then to get more into like the Bhagavad Gita, right? That like doing you the best is better than to do someone else perfectly. And then even going like more towards like tantric yoga, which is mm-hmm. the type of yoga that we were trained in, is like, is like, oh, I got really distracted by my own brain. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> is like, so. If... Hold on, I did get really lost. <laughs> Where did
4: I start? You started at ship, Shiva. And I was talking Nine. about the Shiva... Oh, right, okay. So, so, if they
1: say the body is a problem to be solved, and then the, the later thought is, no, the body is actually not a problem to be solved. And as a matter of fact, Shiva, in this, like, if you imagine the world and all the stuff around it, and Shiva's on the outside looking in, Shiva wants to be on the inside looking out. That's the Shakti. Mm -hmm. Shiva wants, like, eyes on a fly. Shiva Mm -hmm. wants to see every perspective that it can. Mm -hmm. So the body is not a problem to be solved, but in fact, like, the way to provide this perspective. It's like a Mm -hmm. tool. It's a tool. And not just a tool, but that it's, like, the way to let the universe experience itself. Mm -hmm. That, like, Mm -hmm. to be present in it is to, like, do this thing. So when you are you, you can, like, have this, like, little beacon Mm -hmm. that shows up that, like, then becomes a way for the universe to experience itself and so on and so on and so on.
2: I love it. It's just really cool and interesting. It's really heady. It's really heavy.
1: I've been really lost in that sauce lately. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) It's really good. Because that's. Thanks for sharing. You're welcome. You know? Like, just, it's not about.
2: mm. It's like something, like, when I hear that, right? Like, I can't just respond. Like, I have to, like, sit on that for two weeks.
1: That's kind of where I've been. Uh
2: How how old of a soul do
0: you think you are? Because
2: you're an old soul. Mm,
1: Really old. Yeah. Yeah. I, like, don't know. Very, i like i don't know what i believe but i think reincarnation is like most likely i i've some you know, re, some kind of reincarnation i feel like is most likely
0: absolutely i mean yeah. and 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 then with with just how you your insights and and uh yeah you you definitely have the very old old soul it's awesome it's it's, Thank you. It, it's very it's very cool to have a conversation with somebody who's got the kind of perspective and insight that you have. It's awesome. Really, really so if I pull
2: that. a card here.
4: Please do.
0: But you have to pick a deck first. Which one resonates with you
3: the most?
1: So this huh. is a cool deck. This is the RM Tarot. A kickstar- I'm a big fan of kickstarting tarot decks, which is actually something that I'm going to be doing in the Are next Are you going two? to do it With yeah. collages? Or? Yeah. I'm going to make a collage tarot deck. And this is a collage tarot deck, which is part of why... I
4: but it's it's
1: commas but it's like,
2: right we, we
4: went to artists? your opening but yeah. you weren't there <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I met this guy it was Tim Tim there oh, was a guy alone at the bar and I just bought <laughs> some drinks I
3: love that and
2: uh, we just talked I asked him about his goals what did you about think about my crazy so art? art Yeah, it was, it was, great. It was beautiful <laughs> I loved yeah. it yeah.
4: thanks we're like where's Jesse
2: was, like was so it later
4: so you or you early? oh we were early
1: oh like uh, well so I was eight I was, yeah I was like I got there probably like closer to nine I think was when I got there so I must have just missed you guys yeah I love that Thank you for coming to our opening. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I think it was great.
1: We just wanted to support you. So do so you, you just pick
2: the top, or do I you pick, could
1: sh- like- I would shuffle them if I were you. Okay. You want to get your... your.
2: It's so excited. I love it.
1: Stuff on there. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah. It's... Uh, yeah. So, I love kickstarting decks. This was The R- the RM Tarot is this guy, um, Jay Leroy, a queer man who... I don't even know how I found the Kickstarter... I was just like, oh, this art's really cool. This is a really cool deck. Like, I'm going to fund this. And, um... I'm waiting right now for, um, it's called The Magician Longs to See, mm. and it's a Twin Peaks tarot deck. Ooh. And the guy that did the art for it um, ended up getting it officially licensed by David Lynch and his company. Wow. Which is wow. awesome, but it means that it's been held up for over a year right. because they wanted to wait until all of the new episodes were out <laughs> because I think there's tie-in, which is, like, even cooler. Um, but I went December. There, I'm the, to it in that's December.
0: out again?
1: Oh, they yeah. Did whole, they did a Twin whole peaks? third season. Really? It, was, um, it was incredible. Like, talk about weird art on TV. Like, I've never seen TV like that. Ever. Like, it, there I've never was, watched that. Oh, either. Twin Peaks. You know, it's not for everybody. I know, I know some people, like, missed it, if that makes sense. I know some people that have been like, I watched Twin Peaks you know what I mean like, that's like their whole and you're like, <laughs> but it's you're
4: like, like a cult following
1: like. yeah I loved it my uncle worked for what t- was it was it Wham or was it Fox it, I think it was Fox my, my dad worked for local my dad my uncle worked for local Fox when I was a kid and he like talk about analog childhood he would tape TV at the TV station and would like bring it back and he had like shelves and shelves and shelves just full of TV so he had like The Simpsons Because you could, like, set timers on those old, like, analog TV. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and we had Twin Peaks, and my cousin and I would watch it, and we would, like, play Twin Peaks. We were definitely too young to, A, know what was going on in it, and, B, like, watch it? Like, why were we watching that? Like, it's a young memory of, like, watching Twin Peaks, playing Twin Peaks. But, (laughs) and then, like, in, you know... High, late high school early college like finding the VHS tapes and like re-watching them and then like they the cult following like grew and grew and grew and man that new series like he like messed with my my brain I'm sure everyone else's but there was a point during the third season where I was like I'm gonna get answers David Lynch is finally going to give the people what they want. No, he's not. not. Of course, he's not. not. He
0: wants you you to figure it out for yourself.
1: Or, like, wonder forever. He wants you to wonder forever. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good. Good Oh, I love it. But, anyways, um, so this deck, the kick, the arm, uh, this is the arm tarot. The magician longs to see is the name of the Twin Peaks one. And there's another one that someone just sent me that's called the Carnival End of the World deck that I'm going to kickstart. And then. Uh, My winter project is that I'm doing all 22 major arcana and making collages for, and then I'm going to make a tarot guidebook that's based on my workshop Then I'm going to do like a little zine or a little book for, and then I'm going to use that to crowdfund a full deck.
4: Sweet. Because I
1: feel like, like, again, when we're talking about uniqueness and Mm -hmm. like what you have to offer people, like, I hate, like... Bullshit. Like I hate like when someone's like, "I'm going to do this thing," and like I'm way more into like, like oh, I can like see the art that you've already made for this thing, and you're just looking for like the support to like put it into the world, um, and I'll, and people want something from you, right? Like people want a thing from you, and if you have a thing to give them, it like creates a filter from having to give them yourself kind that's of the right, of the right. Wheel. that's the wheel right that's exactly it right yeah. you know so it's so it's but. cool so go ahead right. you can you can flip you can pull one from it just one whatever you'd like into it you you went to do another one. one go for it three all right oh <laughs> you gotta flip it the other way you could i mean yeah i mean it was reversed but it's okay
2: is it supposed to be like that?
1: I mean, that's that's a that's a thing that some people do and some people don't. I read all cards upright in reverse. However, I like reversals for the visual element of it. Like, sometimes cards will be reversed and all of the things in the pictures like, point a certain way. That was me. Right? That was <laughs> like that. Yeah, that was yours, th- that was so yours in the, the workshop. So, let me read
2: what I have. Yeah,
1: go ahead. Tell me what you see.
2: It's the Queen of Wands. Yep. I don't even know if I can pronounce it that Yep. Hierophant,
1: hierophant. yep, that's it. Yep, both.
2: It looks wild.
1: This uh-huh. is a crazy deck.
2: It sure is. Eel. I love it. Talking eel. about wheel. That's
1: it. You found it. It's, it's a mirror. I just took <laughs> acid again. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, speaking of taking acid again.
2: Oh. We're I just all gonna tap them good. right now. We're
1: like <laughs> do- dosing. We're just going in. So, we're going I, um, in. I uh where are the
0: podcast. I
1: have this uh, Alejandro Jodorowsky, Way of the Tarot, The Spiritual Teacher in the Cards book that I've been carrying around since I bought it because I can't put it down. Do you guys know Jodorowsky? Mm-hmm. He's a oh, filmmaker, no. a psychedelic filmmaker who made The Holy Mountain. You ever yes, seen
0: that? Yes, I know. Mountain? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fucking cr- uh.
1: So his, I didn't watch so, the whole thing. So, but. That's right. So his whole thing is yeah. that he wants to emulate the experience of hallucinogens through film. Yeah. He, El Topo, The Holy Mountain. Um, there's a really incredible documentary called um, Alejandro Jodorowsky's Dune. So before David Lynch, oh, see, it's perfect. Before David Lynch did Dune, <laughs> uh, Jodorowsky wanted to. And he took Frank Herbert's book and he adapted it and made like this you know, 12-inch thick manuscript with, like, full, like, uh, rendered ships, costumes. He had all of the people that ended up making Alien and Star Wars, like, on his team. And the production, speaking of, like, control and power and free thought, like, the, the production house was like, we love this idea. We're not down with this cuckoo man you've got, like, leading the parade, We'll make the movie, you gotta get rid of the director. So
0: if David Lynch who's like pretty Isn't freaking that interesting David Lynch, I maybe Joe's even crazier than
1: David Lynch. He's
0: I'm a, even
3: more but out. Maybe, there.
0: but maybe he's not. Maybe <laughs> David Lynch has figured out a way to be just as enlightened. I don't like crazy. Sure, as enlightened and be able to be like okay I want to get this to as many people as possible so I'll I'll tone down the supposed cuckoo-ness that's so I can get so I can get my shit get out there, there. And, and 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 like kind of mm-hmm. get into people's minds maybe I don't know I, I'm just saying that that's that's how it could go to a certain extent no I hear you. Yeah. I hear
1: you. Yeah. but his movies are great and this um oh here, I love it I'm stickers? getting
0: so good. I love this stuff here you guys
1: go Have stickers <laughs> <laughs> I have yoga vibe Ch- stickers in my book. That's hey, child's <laughs> Um yes. But yeah, so so anyways, so I have this book too.
2: So Queen of Wands.
1: So tell me what you see.
2: I see her behind all these like patterns. Uh-huh. They almost look like flags. Um, and there's a flower. Yeah, she, she's yeah. like yeah. kind of Sweet. she's kind of trapped.
1: She's trapped. Okay.
2: Yep. Yeah, like, behind all the patterns, she doesn't look happy.
3: Hmm.
2: Like, maybe she's... I don't know. The patterns are keeping her behind.
1: Keep going. Keep going.
2: Just with that one?
1: Yeah. Any. Any. Keep going. Oh. Like, keep. yeah, just keep going. Yeah,
2: I don't know. Yeah, I mean... She's wearing a red dress. Mm-hmm. Um, dark hair. Hmm. This is wands, Queen of Wands. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know this guy seems wild. Yeah,
4: keep going,
1: keep going.
2: He's the. How do you say his name?
4: Hierophant.
1: Hierophant. Hierophant. On high, where you're from? I hmm. mean.
2: He's got wild wing eyes but almost looks like they're separate from his body. Mm. And then there's shapes and colors flying out of his brain or his third eye. Yeah. Um, just said- and then the wheel. The wheel definitely aligns like I mean, uh, I've talked about this before, like, cycles and wheels um, are huge with me because I think it, it aligns back to, like, when I was a kid in high school, tripping on acid.
3: hmm
2: uh-huh. I started to realize, that like, the, the... Everything's back to normal. Everything's back to normal. And you start realizing the cycles within these psychedelic experiences, like, and I'm just like, everything's a circle totally and like and I've noticed that within my life without the psychedelics like like we go through these crazy times and then like everything's okay and then all of a sudden when you think everything's okay it gets crazy again and it's like the. (laughs) it's
1: a great tarot reading you did a great job but I don't have to tell you anything (laughs) I mean yeah no that's like please do like that's like it's for revisiting and for contemplating and like you know it's interesting like the, the way you, you laid them down was like from the right to the left. Um,
4: yeah,
1: he so, read it. Huh?
4: But he read it the other way.
1: Yeah, it's super interesting. And um, so. <clears throat> Hmm, I
2: so the way I read that uh, So <laughs>
1: yeah, it's I mean that's that's the thing I like about this, is that well, it's then all I just subject read it to interpretation. You did really good. No, it that's first it. One, the second, the third one. So so wands are the suit of fire and like action, making stuff happen. Um it was the first card you pulled, right? Was that the first one or was yeah. it um, went that, that, that So, you know, like you know, for, in a three-card spread, I usually say that it's some version of past, present, future, mind, body, spirit. Um, what are some other three cards? Anyways, I mean, just that, like, this, in the past, feeling, like, maybe held back by parameters, limits. Um,
2: oh, you're speaking to me. You
1: know, that, like, and, and that within, so, like, you've got two major arcana and one minor arcana. The major arcana are, like, the bigger picture things. Was like, letting it
2: go there. Letting
1: it go Where and I being able to channel it to spin the wheel. Yeah, totally. <laughs> and that, like, this... <laughs> 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 the, fa- the face cards of the minor arcana have to do with aspects of our personality. And when you look at... So there's, like, um, uh, page, knight, queen, king daughter, son, mother, father, you know, like, whatever the, like, designators are for it, a queen in this instance, has to do with, like, mastering aspects of yourself. So, you know, this is, like, an almost elevated way of thinking, right? The queen of wands is, like, really good at, like, what they've got going on, but they know that there's, like, a paradigm shift needed or that you can get, like, completely stuck in your routine, you can be like it's fine like I'm there's all these patterns I'm behind it I'm here I'm good at what I do and that there's like more there's still another level um the hero fan's the teacher that can be better for better or worse sometimes the hero fan can be like tradition religion routine repetition and sometimes it can be that third eye that like I mean, like, that chakral, like... Yeah, it's almost like it has... That's it, right?
3: Like
1: Like an elevate. It's a five. Fives are interesting numbers in, like, numerology and tarot um, having to do with, like... Oh, so, you know, I never finished saying this. So, like, one of the cards that I have my own interpretation of is the Five of Swords. That image is traditionally... um, It's, like, people on a boat, and they're going across water, and, like... One of the figures has, like, a hood on. And there's these swords in the boat. These swords sticking out of the boat. And, like, the way I interpret this card, and it's only, like, my interpretation of it, but it happens to align with, like, what this card is about. But it's, like, if you're in a boat full of swords and you pull them out while you're in the middle of the lake, like, what's going to happen? You're going to drown. You're going to drown. Like, you can't... You can't pull the swords out all the time. You have to, like, get to the other side. When you get to Mm -hmm. the other side, when you get to the shore, pull the swords out. Repair your boat. Like, don't ride around a boat full of swords. It's not good for you. (laughs) But that if you were to preemptively, like, rip the Band-Aid off of this wound, pull the swords out. So I think five, so fives call to me, like, in this instance, where it's, like, knowing a time and place to spin the wheel like, what's going to happen when you do, you know? Um, the inverse of the wheel is sometimes, I think, like, maybe what's keeping this figure behind the pattern.
2: Because it's upside down?
1: Yeah, the, like, inverse. Here, we'll, we'll, we'll refer to uh, Psychic Tarot, my favorite reference. <laughs> um, so wheel, all these, these, these,
2: these cards that we pull, they're, like... Yeah. Like, they're... Consistent with other decks.
1: Totally. So like, this is, okay, so so um, most tarot decks are based on the Rider Waite Pamela Coleman Smith deck, which is the, like, traditional, like, if you were to Google tarot cards, it'd be, like, the pictures you see in your mind. You know what I mean? The ones mm-hmm. that'd be, like, the very, like, traditional, evocative, the fool stepping off the cliff, the tower with the figures jumping off of it. Okay. You know what I mean? Like these very, like, archetypical um, images. Um, Rider Waite, uh, these two dudes hired this woman, Pamela Coleman Smith, to do the illustrations for this deck. So they gave her all of this, like, esoteric knowledge and these, like, things, and they had her interpret it. And what's really interesting to me is that it's called the Rider Waite deck, but what really has stuck over time has been this woman, Pamela Coleman-Smith's images, mm-hmm. that, like, you know, it's almost like, to take it back to, like, the witch stuff, too, where it's, like, they kind of, like, took her witch stuff, and they're like, yeah, 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 thank you. You know, like, right. thank you for illustrating our concepts. And it's like, shit, that's the stuff that actually stuck, you know? Right. The interpretations of the cards are, like, less important than these, like, human repetitive symbols we tune into. So, um... So the 78-card deck is, like, a standard. So, like, yeah. So, like, my my interpretation of these cards is, like, multifaceted based on, like, my knowledge of other images that the cards have, interpretations of it, mixed with how these cards make me feel. Which is, like, a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. So um, I can
2: pull these with, like, another person that and they could give me it's not like a standard like oh you got those three
1: depends on who's reading it I guess right you know what I mean some people might not yeah that's not, what I'm saying
2: like so yeah. based on the person that's kind of assisting me in reading sure the
1: cards, sure, sure sure like the people looking at the cards like see completely see oh every time it's like every time
2: pose, right? exactly like, yeah.
1: it. that's exactly it it's just the symbol how you use it, how you interpret it, like, is completely... So, like, I think this will be... So, like, in, in this book, the reversal of the wheel of fortune is a time of great change that is the result of one's prior actions can indicate a bad turn of events or misfortune um, or an unwillingness, an unwillingness to use free will to correct problems in one's life. So it's, like like right like when do you choose to spin the wheel like you are behind this thing that you feel you feel like you're like well things are good why would I shake them up what is there to learn from spinning the wheel like what is the circumstance Um,
2: we're finding comfort Rather than sh- yeah sure yeah right mm-hmm. you know yeah. and your yeah.
1: and your first instinct was to flip it around
4: <laughs> right
3: yeah
1: you were like it's fine it's already turning like, I don't need <laughs> I don't need to turn it like it was fine right. and the upright of that card is like positive cycles you know what I mean like expansion fortune wishes coming true you're trying you literally were like I'm changing that. You used your free will to affect so that card like, before you so even—that's it. Before you even so like, you're like interpret it, you're like, "Oh, this goes this way."
0: So, so if I will just put my little interpretation for a second, it's like you're—you're you're already you're you're ready. You're ready to kind of that's turn right. it around. You're mm-hmm. ready to go. Yep. You're ready to like take whatever it is that you're at, which is spinning you in the way that you don't want to go, and make it mm-hmm. and turn it around to make it happen for real. That's
1: wow. totally it. Wow.
2: Never gonna sleep tonight.
1: <laughs> 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 Tell me about this guy.
2: Tell me more about him. The Hierophant. I mean, he is wild. I can't stop staring at him. Um,
1: compassionate people, dedicated and helpful, but may be ruled by tradition and orthodoxy. Can represent receiving instruction, guidance, inspiration, or the ability to hear the inner voice can also signify a religious ritual, such as a marriage ceremony or an initiation. Um, the reversal of that card has to do with, like, inability to do those things. Mm-hmm. When the Hierophant reverse shows up, it's usually... And, like, think about, like, what this card would look like upside down. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, that it's, like... It looks it's much almost, different. It looks much different. That, like, it's almost it's like... All it's, way. like, pouring out. Instead of, like release like elevating mm-hmm. or like lifting up it's like pouring out mm-hmm. so that's like the, the biggest thing that I try to share with people is that like it's all about how like it's all subjective right like oh you read my energy you read my movements and my like responses from the second I walked in here it's like yeah that's the whole thing the whole thing is like being able to like interpret for what's here
2: it's such a perspective thing isn't that
1: cool yeah not all people, much like yoga, would read tarot this way. Many, many, many people would tell you that the cards mean this. This is what the card means.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: It means this, and like, and and some of that is, I think, like. I don't know. I don't know exactly where that comes from. This book, The Way of the Tarot by Alejandro Dodorowski, is like the book I recommend to people. These two. These are the two books I recommend to people, Psychic Tarot and The Way of Tarot. Yeah, you could definitely take a picture of these. These are both like pretty affordable, both about 20 bucks on the internet. Um, Some tarot decks that I recommend for for people, um, The Wild Unknown deck by uh, Kim Kranz, is that I don't have that one with me tonight, but it's really beautiful and there's no people, which I find to be very helpful. I think a lot of times we project on the cards, so check it out. The cards are a mirror, but we're trying not to project onto them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: We don't want it to tell us something that we've already been thinking about.
3: Mm-hmm. But they,
4: oh, they always do.
1: They always are what we already know, <laughs> right? Like what we already know. Mm-hmm. But like, we don't want it to just like be an echo chamber either. Mm-hmm. Like, sometimes, like, a card will show up and I'll be like, I don't like this card. This card doesn't mean anything. Why does this card keep showing up in my life? And then, like, two months later, I'll be like, oh, I've been ignoring this thing. Hmm. Like, oh, right, this aspect of my life that's been showing up over and over and over again that I've just been like, meh, I don't want to deal with you. I'm not going to do that thing. Um, and these books both I think encourage that type of like spiritual introspection that can come with a practice like this I think there's a lot of fear in like playing with the unknown Mm
3: -hmm.
1: like it's fun like it's fun to like dive
4: deep and to be like what do I what can I pull out
2: Mm -hmm. go ahead well I think it's a vulnerability thing right like it's 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 the same, you might be uncovering something that you <laughs> may not be ready to uncover.
4: Always. Yeah.
2: So, hmm. What were you going to say?
4: Um, I just wanted to know, and I should have asked it in your class. No, fine. I didn't. But when multiple times, <laughs> I guess the two times that we were doing the decks, yeah. like, Cards just randomly flipped up. Mm. Do you keep those or do you toss those? Because depends on my mind. it would <laughs> right. Depends on the card, right? <laughs>
1: How deep into denial am I about what the cards trying to tell me? <laughs>
3: <laughs> when
1: I'm practice, when I'm reading for myself, mm-hmm. I pull those cards. Mm-hmm. When I'm reading for another person, I take mental note of them. Okay, that's where it becomes a parlor trick, you know? Yeah, where it's like oh. That card jumped out. I'm going to see what they pull. Uh Uh-huh. I will use, like, the inferred knowledge of that card to inform the cards they pull. Like, the cards they pull. And, like, that's a lot of destiny and fate versus, like, free will stuff.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like
1: you could be on a and again doing your dharma for you versus for like the idea of something else like where it's like you could be on a path and perform it absolutely correctly and it would still not be yours
3: Right.
1: you know so like being able to like let people have agency over what they pick when I'm reading for them when I'm reading for myself I'm like well that card jumped out what is it got to tell me mm-hmm. it's also because I'm like ready to jump feet first into it mm-hmm. and like I'm like able to receive messages I like don't necessarily want to hear but that like right if I was reading for you and one of those cards happened I might even ask you like does this resonate for you did I drop the card? Did you drop the card, or did mm-hmm. it jump, you know? like right. Is this one looking for it I mean, the wheel definitely, like, pulled itself out. You know, we were talking about it. I think that happens <laughs> all the time. All the all time. The time. <laughs> yeah. It's
0: really cool.
1: I, could, I mean, like, I, crazy. I don't want to do it right yeah. now because, like, I don't want to, like, fail. But I've definitely conjured cards out of a deck before. But, like, I'm going to find this card, and I find it. Mm-hmm. Mother of Cups is a card I find very often. Um, that's a card that I used to think was about me, but was really about my grandma, mm-hmm. um, which is really interesting. And it wasn't until she passed that like I realized that, like it's like, oh, that's been like my grandma the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like that wasn't me. That was like this guiding force, you know, that was this like other me. I resonate a lot with the high priestess. That's a card that I really love It has to deal with like um, intuition, psychic gifts. Um, and with, like, understanding, like, that there's a veil, the Maya, right? The mm-hmm. thing that keeps us from, Maya. right? Like, you know, like the illusion. <laughs>
4: uh,
1: what mm-hmm. is, like, and understanding that, like, there's an illusion, like, for a reason. We
4: mm-hmm. can't all
1: be awake. No. It's not all, f- it's not for everybody.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, people, uh, the, the people can't handle it. They can't handle it. They don't want to. They're not.
1: It's too much. Too it's too much. Yeah
4: it's too much and it's like that it's like with that with knowledge
2: moment. comes responsibility yeah <laughs> I think Hopefully. in some sense like I find myself like just turning off like right like I can't be awake anymore
0: yeah I oh, do too yeah. absolutely oh, yeah. yeah that's what yeah. TV's for
3: yeah oh, <laughs> or alcohol or anything
0: you know it's like there's, that's what yeah, yeah absolutely you need, Yeah. I think you need breaks I feel like like I've, I feel like personally I've been on a spiritual journey For a really long time Like a conscious spiritual journey For a really long time And times I get too into it Where well, I need that break So I'll go Watch that TV or drink that alcohol or just take that break and do. I think you, I think you do need, but you then you just get right, get right back to where you were again if the you're wheel. if you're at that.
3: <laughs> the you exactly. yeah. yeah. it's
1: like forgetting with the intent to remember.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Like I forget it's like a so as I as get to. Re- that's it. Yeah. So that you can remember again
2: so great. Yeah. It is awesome. That's yeah. what the
1: universe wants. It wants to remember. It can't remember if you didn't forget. Right. Right. That's
2: <laughs> true. Thank you so pretty much done. for coming on. You're yeah. welcome. Hey. Awesome. Thank you for talking to this thing.
4: stuff.
0: It's been great. I love it.
4: I just want to stay up all night. I want to have a summer ah! party. <laughs> I know. No, it's it's, like, it's
0: going to be the longest podcast ever. We will stay Uh-oh. up all night and just uh, be awesome.
2: We're going to live stream forever. We're <laughs> <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Awesome. So we always like to end podcast with like some words of wisdom and mm. if you could imagine a human that's kind of in their room waiting or it's the flower waiting the bloom like uh, how what kind of words of advice would you give someone that are that they're hesitating to live their full life mm.
4: that it's okay to
1: hesitate <sighs> that you shouldn't all forever but that it's okay to give yourself time because as gandalf says a wizard is never late he always arrives exactly when he intends to that like you that you are you that like your process is correct that you mm-hmm. don't have to force it or push it but that you should be looking for those boundaries you should be like noticing when you feel too safe when you feel like things are just fine the way they are and that you should like trust that that if your if your gut is telling you to wait you should wait and if your gut is telling you to go you should go I
0: like
3: uh, that. I nice. So
0: and where can everybody find where can everybody find you if they want to come to your old class what's your website where are you located emails yeah, whatever can, it is?
1: You can find me um my yoga studio is yogavibe, yogavibe585.com. Um my web, my personal website is goodwitchyoga.com. Um my band oh, my band website is greendreams.com com. So it's like greendreams <laughs> d-o-t-c-o-m dot com.
4: I love it. Um, <laughs> you
1: can follow that you can find us. Um, oh. and you know, my email and my Instagram are all goodwitchyoga at Gmail, Instagram, Twitter. I don't really t- I wish I tweeted. I, I have it. T- I don't tweet. I missed yeah. that one. I try. I have it. I just don't know how to use it. It's embarrassing, but true. But I'm there. So if you tweeted me, I mean, my phone would alert I me. Back. Yeah. I mean, who knows? Um, and yeah, that's like that's where you can find me. I'll be I'll be there on the internet.
0: Awesome. Well, Jess it was awesome to have you. Thank you. It was nice Thank you to for meet having you. It was awesome. It was great. Awesome. Yeah, it was, it was great. Yay. Yay. All you guys listening, remember to share a like comments you know anything and just
3: uh, let us know what you think and uh, we will uh, see you guys next time thanks a lot